Good morning, afternoon, and evening, Supercoach Elitists. Welcome back to another Supercoach Elite podcast, proudly sponsored by the Patreons at patreon.com forward slash SC Elites and our friends at supercoachchampion.com. My name's Corey, and as always, alongside us is the Bombs Express. Choo choo! Oh, that might have been too loud, Corey. Shit. Um, well, the listeners will be glad to know the audio is just back on track here, Corey. But the Bombs Express is back, Corey. And, well, we had our one-game look. And if I'm just not more confused than ever, Corey, then I really don't know who the fuck I am. But, look, before we have a look at these games and all the rest of it, where can listeners find us on social media, mate? Uh, they can hit us up on uh, <laughs> Patreon and uh, Twitter at SC Elite, at Facebook, iTunes, SoundCloud, and soon-to-be YouTube at Supercoach Elite. Bombs, it's good to be back. And, of course, you know, Bretta didn't want to show up again. Yeah, no, well, Bomfer didn't want to segue into me. He oh, he's here! Oh, brother! <laughs> you know what? I'm not even. I'm not even glad to be back. You know, I'm just. I'm just here. That's all it is. Well, oh. I'm supposed to segue into me. Obviously, still hates me. Holding a grudge from like nine years ago when I knocked him off in a prelim and you know some super coach final. And I'm sick of it. But I'm. I'm. I'm here to learn. I'm here for a bit of educational purposes because, you know, I've come to learn from the best, and the best is Corey. So I'll be asking lots of questions of you, Corey. Can I just say this, Brett? I mean, it's just an instinct for me always to throw back to Corey for the social media because, to be fair, I was always third in the in the chain in the introductions. That is true. And I'm rightfully so. Well, to be fair, you've been absent for that long. We just thought, well, we needed a new introduction. Really, we almost scrapped a good morning from Corey, but the boy's got no other catchphrases. Really. The chaps 101. Uh, now, you will notice, boys and ladies and gentlemen, that I get louder and louder every week, and that will continue to happen <laughs> until we get into round one. Um, my aim is to blow an eardrum. I want the page to be sued dramatically, uh, <laughs> if that's possible. So, Give someone concussion and 12 days off just for listening to a pod, you reckon? Yeah, uh, whoever sends in a video of uh, you putting your radio up to 100 and like, <laughs> morning... Um, Brett will give you a blowy, which we know he's very good at. So, no YouTube today. We can say whatever the fuck we want, which we love every single week. Brett is here. This podcast. Now, Brett, I don't know if you're aware of this. Do you know there's actually people out there that don't like you on this podcast? Oh, no, I'm well, I'm well aware that people don't like me on this podcast. I'm very aware of that. Okay. But cool. Daz likes me, and I'm here for Daz, and that's why I'm here, and I'm, I'm very happy about that. I find it super funny, because I always thought the podcast... Back in the day, relied heavily on the three of us. I thought we gelled well so, as a core of three. We did go on a lot of tangents, which will probably be the next 10 minutes here when we let Bombs talk about, you know, where Brett's been for the last eight and a half years. But, um, yeah, I was shocked to find there's a lot of people that think this podcast is better when me and Bombs are just talking seriously and being nice to each other. I personally disagree, Brett. I like it when you're here and we can just beat the fuck up on Bombs. I actually personally agree with the people who don't want me here because uh, that means I don't have to be here and it's it's better for me, it's better for them, everybody wins and you know, but it is what it is and I am here and they can suck it because yeah, I'm obviously the, the OG elite and I am the most knowledgeable person on this podcast and that's, that's something they just got to deal with, you know. <laughs> this sounds like a WWE entrance right here. Stand now, Bretta, before music. we ask where you've been for the last two and a half years, Bombs, do you want to give us your kind of theory or rendition as to why Brett hasn't showed up to a podcast? Well, I mean, we've been through the various stories, Corey. I mean, there is the a good dog, reason. The, the dog has had some walking to do. Um, Brett's bonus has done some uh, miles in the veins, I would have thought, Corey. Um, but to, to be fair, I think the difference this week was the fact that 
I mean, for many years, it's almost like you asked Brett and Brett had rejected you or not responded to you. And it's almost like I put feelers out for the first time in three years to reach a bit of harmony here. And I reckon it, the issue's with you, Corey, because he's fucking, yeah. he's rocked up. And I remember sending you the screenshot. I go, Brett's coming Monday. And you go, nah, I mean, don't, don't worry about that. I go, he talks shit is what you responded to me, essentially. And I go, no, 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 I feel like me and Brett have got some sort of bond here going. I thought, you know, I'm not expecting him to lie to me. And then you reminded me that he's Aussie. And then I thought, yeah, all the other Aussies in my life lied to me. So I thought, fucking, you might be onto something there, Corey. But he's rocked up. No, and we're happy to have him. Wednesday night basketball, Brett doesn't get the balls in the ball, the balls. Well, he gets his balls in my hands, but he doesn't get the ball in my hands. I can confirm that. Brett just does hasn't been passing me the ball, and this court might have a bit of a correlation with that too, Mont, so I'm not too sure. But we're here to talk super coach anyway, not about Brett's balls. Actually, while we're on the subject of Brett's balls, Mont, you've done a lot of work in the last, I'd say, year, especially during the COVID period. You're looking fucking fantastic. Before we get into super coach. What's had a bigger workout in the last year? Is it Brett's dog, <laughs> Brett's balls, yeah. or you know your physical activity? And we'll even go one further, or your balls pumping it to yourself in front of the mirror. Um, if we could go, if we could go in order of one, two, three, four, I wouldn't mind that either. But I love a good ranking. Yeah. Look, um, to be fair, you know Brett's balls probably getting pumped. Um, I reckon well. Pumped or built, whichever way you want to look at it, Corey. Minimum five times a day. Yep. Um, so that would be number one. Yeah, um, I, I reckon the fact that um, I'm pumping over myself in the mirror, that's only taken place because I had to fucking, you know, put in a bit of work. So I reckon I'm putting myself in at number two as putting in some work, wanking over myself at number three. Team every day and, well. and Brett's dog's just, well, through all the pumping that Brett's been doing, he's had no reason to do any other fucking work because he's got no juice left in the legs for him. But that easily comes in at number four, I would have thought. The dog being neglected? Oh, the RSPCA being <laughs> Brett, it's fucking. has gone to shit since I left. Honestly, it's fallen apart. It's good to have you back, Brett. You wouldn't, Brett. You wouldn't know because you haven't listened to a podcast since you left either. So, it's a good point. It's a great point. Ladies and gentlemen, give it a view. We are we are here for round one. That's what we're here for. Brett, if this isn't the highest grossing podcast of the year that we announced that you're back, I don't know what will be. Round one. We're, well, fucking no, we're not. We're here for, what would you even call this? JLT, NAB Cup, Wizard Cup. What are we Amy, calling it? It's the Amy Park Series. Yeah, it. there you go. The Amy yeah, Park Series. Sort of fucking changing We'll say, everyone that knocked, they're not being three rounds of football. The quality of football this weekend was by far superior to any JLT Wizard Cup preseason game we've ever had, I think. Um, and I'm a big fan of the one game. Um... A lot of people complain that we don't get to see enough, but I think we got to see exactly what we needed to see from almost each and every team. Um, Adelaide is still shit. We know that. Carlton have not improved at all. We know that. Nah, that's that's wrong. I'm sorry, Bombs. That's not the thing. Essendon, they're the big improvers, ladies and gentlemen. I'll tell you what. What the Bombers were able to put up on Saturday night, seven points, Seven bombs. Did you watch the game? Seven points. I know you did because we watched it together. We watched it together. Seven points. Now, you tell me this isn't a team that's going to compete for the top four, let alone top eight. So, we won't talk about it right now. We'll wait till we get there because, mate, you reckon Brett was pumping. I reckon I might have yeah, knocked a couple out over that Essendon performance on Saturday night. So, 
Um, it was good to have footy back. Do we agree? Most certainly. Yeah. What do you think? Quality well, I thought, um, no, I agree with you. The, the standard was better, but um, I've left the weekend with a lot more questions than answers. And um, I was saying to, to you guys and, and over in the Patreon chat before you got any, this is the most unsettled I've ever felt at this time of year. And, you know, most years I don't feel like there's enough time. And fucking boy, oh boy, there is certainly not enough time this time around. That's for sure. I mean, um, I don't like the idea of, no teams being named three days out. Um, I don't like, you know, all the halfback flankers getting 600 touches and 400 supercoach points. Um, I don't like the fact that um, we've got about 4,200k players that we probably all need to start to. I mean, it's a, it, it, fucking, like I said, Corey, too many questions, not enough answers. Brother, is this the weirdest year of supercoach we are going to have in a long time? I think so. Um, I've always been a big advocate for the guns and rookies sort of combination, and I've stayed away from mid-prices. So last year cooked me. I was looking forward to it getting back to normal this year, and it's just gone further in the opposite direction. I don't really know where to go. Like the structures that we usually run are just completely thrown out the window. Like I think we're all looking not to give too much away. I'm sure we'll talk about it later, but I think we're all thinking about running like four defenders, two forwards, and – just trying to scrape like five 200k players in it's it is all over the shop i'm very unsettled i'm out of my comfort zone and that's why i'm here because bumper's going to hold my hand through it like he always does yep. oh i need to i need to Corey, and, and that's why i think brett um has probably rocked up because i've got a feeling and it's not a feeling it's more more a statement of fact Corey. i felt like brett started reaching out because he wanted to talk super coach and really the only way he could talk to the both of us was if he rocked up to one of these sort of sessions yeah, you know you can't get me too well on the on the phone during Monday to Friday. Hey, we'll say this before. I know we're ten minutes in. We've talked absolutely fucking rubbish for the first ten minutes, and I, I do apologise for that. The Patreon, how good was? Uh, we're recording one after the Gold Coast and uh, Brisbane game. Ones game tonight. How good was the Patreon tonight? Well, I rocked up, you know, after Maths Corey. Um, in the fourth quarter, and I was about the 10th one in the chat. So it was a big group kind of chat yep. going on. And, um, well, a few of the sort of Patreon members, I, I think it's fair to say, Corey, we uh, – gee, well, if they if they left, Corey, it wouldn't be too sad, to be honest. And I'm talking about fucking Mr. Pistorius, if you know <laughs> what I mean. Um, to be fair, if he just wants to cancel it, Corey, I mean, he can just fucking go. Um <laughs> But no, I mean, it was popping. It, it was a, it was a whole bit of fun, and, and you know, we got. To, it was more, it was more or less me just bitching about my own team and how I'm fucking unsettled. I felt, to be honest. Yep. No, nah, it was. Uh, it definitely was good. We watched the game together. I know you that. We, look, a bombs. I tell you what, we've almost watched fucking. I'd say at least forty percent of the games together this weekend. Uh, we've at least tuned in at some stage. More or less, I'll see you in the chat, and I've just jumped in to ask you how reactive your team is, because there is no one more reactive than you. Uh, change after every disposal. That's it. Boring. So what we'll do is we'll swing all the way back to Thursday night, ladies and gentlemen. We'll go to Thursday night. We'll go to Carlton St. Kilda. Don't know if you remember, St. Kilda won the game by 26 points. It became a pretty nice game in the end. I want to know. What I want to know from here is I'm going to ask you what you thought you learnt, what you didn't learn, where we were at, what happened, who you liked, who you didn't like, and on a footy front, supercoach front, whatever, however you want to explain it, Bombs. We're going to start with you. We'll start with the Carlton well, Blues. The first 20 seconds started off with Zach Williams bumping um, Hunter and ended up copping a week for it. Now, 
Fuck me dead, Corey. That got ruled as medium impact. Did the bloke not just get up straight away? There was no medical attention, none of that. How that is not light impact, I'm not too sure. So, In all first fairness, of all, don't agree. That if that's medium impact, Brett, after a sexual session, might be locked up for 15 years. If that's <laughs> and that's with early Especially if uh, Gil McLaughlin gets involved, I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> um, now... Interestingly enough, since his verdict's come out, he's dropped from 34% down to 30% ownership there, Corey. Now, 458K, yeah, people are thinking, oh, what are we going to do with Zach Williams? You know, where do we go? Do we sideways him? Well, there's no one there to sideways him to. And I'll tell you now, one of the biggest headaches I've got at the moment is working out, you know, how can I move this guy all the way up to someone else? Um, but I'm starting to think, Corey... I don't really give two flying fucks about the overall. I don't care about the 50K. I mean, realistically, you're never going to win the 50K, let's face it, right? Someone's um, I'm going to focus on my league, and league games don't start until, what, round two? So he'll be back round two. So anyone with a league focus, and they don't care about the overall, you can fucking start Zach Williams. No worries. He'll be there round two, 100%. Um, you know, I think you just got to factor in all the things you've been factoring in all preseason, you know, stuff about his injury history, all that kind of stuff. But if you physically watch the game on Thursday night and if you saw the role he had, I think there's no doubt um, in anyone's mind that he's certainly value. Now, whether or not, because we've seen a lot of, um, you know, halfback flankers score a putrid, well, not a putrid, but a really kind of, well, yeah. it is putrid because it's a disgustingly high amount of points. Um, so does that make him top six because he's a midfielder with all these other guys sort of popping off? I'm not too sure, but I still think he's value and I still think he can average around the 100 mark. So um, I learned that he's a good thing, even though he will be suspended if you've got a league focus. Um, and I'll, I was very happy with Paddy Dow. People will look at that and be like, Oh, fucking Paddy Dow scored fucking 54 points, Corey. Oh, I love fucking... the Chopper Reed impression every he's, single time. <laughs> he's fucking 200K. Let's fuck him off, right? Um, no, he was good, I thought. And you know what was good about him? What I say in the preseason, you know, you use your one wood. So if you can't kick the football, just don't kick it. And so he had a really kind of good handball-focused game, I thought. And naturally, that's going to get you less points. But um, I was impressed with what Dow did, and it was enough to kind of suggest that, uh, yeah, I don't think he'd be dropped from the Carlton side. Um, he'll certainly be given a month to six weeks um, at the top level, so we'll see how that goes. And people are going to sit there and be like, oh, Cripps got 69. Yeah, Cripps played centre-half forward because Harry McKay rolled his ankle. There was no Levi Caswell, no Mitch McGovern, no Charlie Kerno. So they needed someone tall down front to kick it to. So... He, he was just out of necessity in the game, floating down four, but that won't happen round one. I think we all know that. Bretta, really glad that, you know, when it comes to Carlton, I shouldn't have expected a little bit less that Bumps didn't want to just fucking stop after he fucking just brought up Zach Williams. So it's, it's, it's you know... It's good that Brett's back. I'm glad. And Bombs, obviously, you want to control the fucking show. There we go. But Bombs, how about you touch on a player and let everyone else have a little bit of a turn as well? Oh, if that's what you want, mate. Oh, no, 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 fucking, that, that's all right. You told me what I thought about Cubs. So yeah, I, I know. But I expected you to just let everyone else have a fucking bit oh, of a one player at a time. as well. There we go. Zach, oh, um, which of the which what of the 15 players? Of the, so, Zach, of the 15 players, the Bombs I just went through, that's the one we're covering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the rest. Right. We, we might as well talk about the ones that Bombs didn't cover right there if we, if we could. Zach Williams. All right, I want to have, oh, yeah, so, uh, have a bit of a chin. Fuck up, Brett. You haven't been here for six months. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Mate, Zach Williams' role was exactly what I wanted to see. It was perfect. It was ideal. The guy gave away four free kicks, four four free kicks against. Sorry, got four free kicks, four gave away four free kicks against. Kick two two was in there contested. Had a couple of what bombs calls and what do you call them? Bombs? The Muppets. Oh, the clangers, Corey. We call them, well, on fan footy, they're the Muppets. You call them the Muppets. You call them the fucking Muppets all week, mate. They're the clangers. I promise you, this guy will average 100. There are no if, buts, maybes about it. He will average 100 on this year. I have never been so confident about a $450,000 player going into a season after what I've seen from Zach Williams in that one game on the weekend. Tick, 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 tick. I think you go in. Now... We are a very, very league-focused podcast. That's we're evident. We we smash that into you every single in every single year. If you're looking for overall, we're not gonna so much talk about it. We'll give you our tips, tricks, everything we can, but we are always going to talk league focus first because we will win more people leagues throughout the year than we will, you know, give people the rights to the number one overall position. I think you pick this guy. I think it's a no-brainer. I am so locked in on Zach Williams, especially after what I've seen. He's running through the midfield. One thing we have to touch on, and we don't touch on it enough, most teams played their full eight bench players. They might have not been for long. They might have been for a little bit. But you've got to remember, there is about six to eight players per game scores that are factored into this. Now, Carlton on the weekend, was Gibbons and Mackay, zero and negative three, and negative one from Frawley. Correct? Now, they didn't up the points. Is this correct? They did not up from 3,300 on the weekend? No, they wouldn't have. No, so they didn't. So there's 3,300 points. Yep. So we're taking, what, negative four from three players. Well, what's that leave us? Five players who scored between, I think the max score was 35 down to 10. There's about 100 to 120 points. Each player is getting a little bit more. Okay, so your good players are getting a little bit more of a spread, your bad players, not so much. But you've got to keep into account that there was a little bit less going around, a little bit less happening. Some players came off, some people players come on, so you will argue that, you know, whoever came off and whoever came on played late, played early. I understand that. Zach Fisher had one of the most friendly, he, he's got one of the most friendly kind of super coach roles out there. And he's, Zach Williams? Yep. You said Zach Fisher, yep. Sorry, Zach, uh, I was Zach Fisher sitting above him, so I do apologise for that. Zach Williams. I think Zach Williams easily is going to average 100 on the season. If you are playing for league, start Zach Fisher. Do not give yourself... Zach Williams. Fisher. Start Zach, Zach Williams. Zach Williams, for fuck's sake, sorry. Start <laughs> Zach Williams. More importantly, Zach Fisher was pretty fucking good. Start <laughs> Zach Williams and don't give yourself the headache of the fact that you're going to look at trying to get him up to 100, you know, an, an extra 120 grand. Don't worry about that. Select it, right week one off, sit down with a shit ranking and just fucking rise the ranks from there. He'll be top six. Mark my words. Bretta. I'm happy to wait. I'm absolutely happy to wait with Zach Williams. He's 458k. That's the only reason. Who are you sacrificing, Bretta? As in... Well, who are you sacrificing sacrifice? to get Zach Williams up? I'm going Jaden Short. Yeah, but who are you sacrificing in another line? Because it's not... You're not just saying... You're not sitting here just saying to me... one rookie cheaper. So instead of a Sydney 160K guy, I've got whoever's 117K, Connor Downey instead. That's not a big loss. That still doesn't add up. How does it not add up? Uh, 160 down to 120 is only 40 grand. 
Who, yeah, well, there's 40 grand. Yeah. I can't make so, so this is this is what I mean. I, I think there's going to be too yeah, many 10, teams. 20, 10, 20 in the bank. There's your, there's your 60 grand. It's really not that hard to make up. Yeah, I just, it's I just easy it's, to find cash. Yeah, if I, you, if you're uh, who are your, your top primo midfielders, yeah, this year, yeah. Well, we haven't done that podcast yet. I know, but so I say, say, I say you're running, I don't know, Lockie Neal, Clayton Oliver, Jack McRae. It's Which, you go, you know, that's what I'm running. Cool. So instead of McRae, you go Josh Kelly. Instead of McRae, you go Tom no, Mitchell. No, you don't, don't do that. No. If you don't, who, no. How, is it, how is it not going to happen? Because then McRae, you can easily write off and say, well, you got McRae, you got Bond, you got Trelaw, Lockie Hunter. The reason I'm picking McRae and Oliver is because I know they're playing 22. Yeah, I'm picking them both as well. But Ka- Ka- Kelly and... So, no, so you don't recommend that because Kelly and fucking How's Mitchell, Mitchell aren't playing... Uh, Unless he misses round one. Well, if he's we'll, fit round uh, one, he plays uh, two. We'll, yeah, we'll talk about it when we get to Hawthorne. He he's came not, back he's... off a broken leg last year, played every game, and averaged 113. Oh, That's well, He's pretty good. He hasn't missed a game in his career apart from when he was at Sydney and they didn't play him. This is, I know it's a completely different topic, and when he snapped his leg. Oh, we'll so talk he, about it later. He, I don't think I don't think it is price. He's better than the other two. I, I would rather make the thirty k up. I'd rather make the thirty k up by going to exactly. Zach Williams to get Titch to fucking McRae. I'm not. No way. McRae's McRae's outscoring fucking Titch this year by a minimum five points. I don't reckon it's going to be that much of a gap. Uh, we'll, we'll go we'll, going we'll, into the season. Tish could easily match McRae easily. I, I, that's not happening. That's not happening. I'll put a slab on it right now. I'll put a slab on it right now. If Zach Williams is five ten, then we're not talking about him because he's in that weird little area. You know, he's not. He, he's not. That's what I'm saying. It's forty fifty k. It's easy to make At up. Sixty five k. He's not. You honestly think he's going to be top six ahead of what? Who we got? Lloyd, Led, Ridley, Stewart, Caleb, Daniel, Callum Mills could pop off. You got all these other blokes, Ridley, Sicily, Whitfield, all these yeah, guys. Uh, pardon, uh, pardon, Sicily. Sicily is a defender. Oh, he's definitely. Oh, yeah, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, good. Welcome back to the podcast, Britta. Let's yeah, talk. You don't like Zach Williams? You can get going. This argument's done. Um, yeah, I've missed one black. All the other ones I, I named are just irrelevant now. Honestly, man, you say they're going to be top. But the, top the other six. guys, the other guys will be top five. You name five blokes, that'll be the top five. You ran off the six. Brian averaged one hundred and five last year. We talked like he was an absolute garbage footballer last year. He averaged 105. You're talking like you said, Zach Williams is averaging 100, and then you went, he's top six. 100 is not top six with these defenders. I think it is. I think, not, how, I, I think you're giving the rest of them probably a little bit too much credit. With the way that the defenders are just racking up points this year and this could burst, you think 100 is top I six? I think Zach Williams averages almost as much, like disposals-wise, as the rest of them. I don't. He's averaged 100 once in his career, ever. He's never played this role in his... Yeah, and sorry, sorry, no, disagree. I, I, I take that. The role he's playing now is the only reason he averaged over 100. And he averaged 101. His best career by a mile. By a long way. 90 once, 100 once. And he's played that role. He's played that role a lot. Even when every every year, he didn't change. Whitfield got moved around, half forward, half back, all over Bro, the place. He's and never, been, sure, a, he, he's never been a pure midfielder. He played high. Yeah, he's, he's never he's been a bit. Play, he has never been a pure midfielder. Season. Is he going to play the full season? Pure midfield. No shit. I know about that. Are you? Uh, where's he going to play? Halfback. With with Doherty. Doherty played deep. Doherty played deep all last year. He was the he was the deepest defender all year. All right, keep going. And you got Saad as your other halfback. Who else is bringing that ball out? That's all right. We'll have this argument on another. Marchbank. I don't think they're just going to like leave Marchbank as the distributor. Doherty takes the first one. Saad breaks the line. He plays pretty deep too. 
Zach Williams is going to have to Zach Williams left that football club because he wasn't happy with his role. He wasn't happy with everything about that club. They're falling apart. And, and yet he's gone there, being promised midfield minutes, played the first game as a pure midfielder, and you're going to tell me he's not playing there. We'll see what happens. I don't think he's averaging that much. Oh, I think you're delirious. Not at all. If he wasn't 450k, it'd just be like, oh yeah, no, nah, too pricey, too pricey. But that's but that's if, super if coach. Yeah, but then the thing is, all right, say he plays, he misses round one. I'm already behind. I know league things. You're behind what? No, you're not. No, you're not. We're talking league, so you're behind nothing. All right, so all right, so he doesn't play round one, right? Say he get worst case scenario, right? He misses round two, misses round three. Something goes wrong. You've bought a player who's not playing <laughs> for whatever reason. Right? That's worst case. Next case scenario. Best case scenario, he absolutely pops off, right? He pops oh, off, goes crazy. I don't have to wait. I don't have to do anything until round four or five to get him in. I'm not paying an extra 130k later down the track, like you said. I'm paying an extra 45k for a guarantee if he becomes a guarantee. All right. Who are you missing You're out on? Tell me who you're missing out on. Dow, Danaher, Zebul, fucking. You say okay. So yeah, all right. That's my argument. So you're missing out on Zebul. So yeah, you can I'm get missing out. Yeah. All right, move on. Can I just say, I got accused of rambling a bit at the start there. Now I'm just feeling a little bit... Yeah, that's good. You know. <laughs> we're, talking, we're talking to each other. That's the difference. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, 15 minutes on Zach Williams. This is a fucking joke. Uh, Zach Fisher. 10 minutes with Zach Fisher. <laughs> <laughs> very, very good. Bretta, I will never deny it's fucking good to have you back. Because I... I Challenge anyone. The best fucking conversations you will ever have are conversations like this. Conversations where you agree to disagree and can sit there and yell at each other and uh, and walk out of it as you know. You'll probably pound me after this. So they're always good. And then I'll sit there in round two and watch Zach Fisher Williams. That's the <laughs> one. Have forty five disposals and just be like cursing my TV. Well, one of the questions I wanted to ask to both of you tonight is: What do Doherty and Sud do, do? They affect it at all if he goes down back? If he does go play back, is it? And Brett, clearly you're worried about that. I reckon it will happen. I reckon Box? he plays like not bulk like he has in the past. But I reckon he plays a lot of minutes down back, and he's going to have to split it with Saad and Doherty. Doherty's the number one. They love him, and then Saad is an absolute freak at what he does. So, is, is there that much ball to go around? I don't think Saad goes and plays in half back flank. You might see him touch the ball in the back half. That's just because he's a midfielder and he's expected to kind of run all over the field. But hang on, Zach in terms of Williams, um, starting positions or whether he has hang it on, like you expect, Box, do you mean Williams or Saad? Williams. You said Saad. Yeah, please yeah. Said Saad. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, there we go. We all just thrown off the off the thing. Yeah, it's Brett's um, fault. He's a dog. Yeah, no, Williams not playing half back. He's not lining up on anyone. He's not playing on anyone. He's not going half back unless he's, you know, the ball's down in the back line and you know he's just there because he's you know a midfielder. Um, I've got. A, I'm like 100 percent confident that he's not going anywhere near a back flank. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, that's all right. Like I said, it's it's great. He still can't use the ball. He's a shit kick. Is that a Carlton thing? It might is be. it that you put a blue jumper on, you just can't kick a football? It might be. He's never been a great user, but he's so quick that he'll get it at 60 metres downfield, worst case scenario. Do you think Carlton should go back to the banana jumpers that they had a couple of years ago? And by a couple, I meant probably like 2004. Last time you fucking did a Wizard Cup, you wore the bright yellow jumpers. You know who I, you know who I reckon if Zach Williams plays bulk midfield, he's going to be a lot like? Tim Kelly. Will win games, break games open, dominate games. Averages ninety six. Did he's so Tim much better Kelly than average one hundred and five at the 
What do you, you mean? Can, no, Tim no, Kelly's I'm, a I'm defender at 460k. You're kicking <laughs> this year. No, no, no. I'm saying, yeah, but I'm saying like Tim, yeah, no, because Tim Kelly only averaged what 96, and he was almost their best player. When? Last year. What was that? Oh, something cut out. What last year? He averaged 96 last year. What he did he do the year before? If at Geelong. Yeah. Yeah, like 100 and something. No shit. Fuck me. That's what I'm saying. Like that's what I'm saying. Tim Kelly last year dominated games. Absolutely dominated. Similar player, fast, silky, gets the ball downfield, breaks lines. A guy like that is so much better than his super coach score. But the guys who get numbers are the accumulators. They always have been. Yeah, but, but, but I'm paying an extra hundred. I'm paying an extra hundred k. It's it's the two v two. It's a classic leads conversation. Yeah. It's the two v two, and the fact that you're, I cannot wait to get to Who's North Melbourne's there, chat. But did you watch? Watched, honestly, honestly, and you uh, did you watch the North Melbourne game? I know you're. No, I haven't, I haven't seen it. Yeah, no. So I think you have to go back and watch that. I, did you see Zach Williams? I promise you. I promise you, Brenner. I hated. I hated Zebul before the weekend. Hated the. Yeah. I won't pick him. Yeah. I think you have to go watch that game before you can yeah. even say that. Did, did you watch the Carlton game? Yeah, I watched the Carlton game. Yeah. But I didn't watch the, the what's it called. Bob, Cripper yeah. and fucking Walsh. Yeah. I thought Walsh was insane. Now, I watched this game and I did tell you this. I, I promise you, I watched this game before I checked any Supercoach scores. I thought Walsh would have scored about 125. Uh, look, Walsh good, but he's you know ball use has never been um, fantastic. But I think um, and look, I just think the thing with Walsh is he's more of an accumulator than anything else, and he's kind of I think he's going to get a lot of marks and and all the rest of it, and I think it's going to be enough to um, you know 107 to 110. I think that's um, very safe to be fair. Um, maybe the pace of the game sort of stunned him a bit. I'm not too sure because it was quite a quick game, but um, I'm not worried about any of it. If that's what you're sort of alluding to there, Corey, um, it is what it is. He'll rack up ball and scores like that won't sort of feature um, all too often, if at all, I would have thought through the year. Cripper? I touched on that before. He had to place an R forward because Casbolt didn't play, McGovern didn't play, Charlie Kerner obviously not around, and Harry McKay rolled his ankle. So they only had Oscar McDonald fucking floating around. So, um, you know, Weedering went down. They were just so short on... Um, literally tall players that were literally short. So Cripps just went and sat in the, you know, full forward, center half forward the entire game virtually. So um, don't stress over that. What did we say before the weekend in last week's pod? We said players that. like that, I go, Danger give two, Prime example. give two flying fucks. Prime example. Did. Yep. You knew that's what they were going to do. You Cripps, just don't care. Danger field, they, five, five, barely attended any center bounces, just dominated the fucking rest of the game. We we had penciled those players in to not go near the ball. Yeah, hey, can I just say as well because this um, we're about forty minutes into the podcast and we've Half had a few. Um, we we just just want to say people listening to you know in the morning, Corey. Just hope you hopefully you've arrived at work safely because people will be bitching <laughs> about how long we've gone on for Corey. So no doubt. I might put a bit of a disclaimer in the thing that if you want to hear any silly coach talk, just fucking flip the half an hour in and we'll go from there. <laughs> My question oh, is, man. Bumps, with you. Last yeah. week, you told me that yeah. Sam Walsh was a lock in your team. Yeah. I asked you what would have to happen for Sam Walsh to not be picked in your team. Yeah. You told me there was nothing that could happen for Sam Walsh. That's correct. And he's had 25 on the weekend. Is he currently in your side? Correct, he is. You told me he wasn't. Yeah, ask me he, if, wasn't. Ask, he wasn't. Ask me if Patrick Cripps is, though, Corey. Is Paddy Cripps? No. 
But you told I've heard your team forty five times throughout this weekend. That's was... because I was really struggling <laughs> for financials, Corey. Um, turns out I had Crips there with twenty two, I think, thousand left over in the bank, and I thought, oh, I can move that to Walsh now. Yep. Okay. That's fair enough. But, I, 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 you know, it's, it's going to take some balls because when you look at the percentage ownership and obviously Cripps' history of, you know, averaging 120 and all the rest of it, um, it's going to take some big cojones to do it. But um, I'm of the belief that Walsh averages more than Cripps. So if that's my belief, I think I should be starting Walsh, should I not? That would be the belief. Brad, out. Walsh or Cripps, who averages more throughout the year? Uh, I don't know if I can split them. I, I'm going to do the ultimate Corey fence it. With with Walsh, I think if I'm a Carlton fan, I don't really care about what's been going on. I th- regardless of how he plays now, we know he's going to be probably a top, or at least a top five midfielder in the competition at some stage. The dude is an absolute monster. Um, we know Cripps is an absolute beast. He's averaged 120. He's been Brownlow talk. He's an absolute freak. But with all the question marks around him, I'm just going to play it safe. There's too many other guns in the midfield that... Um, I would pick before, and again, I'm always of that sort of that move of wait to see if one pops off. I'll get them later because I'm more more likely thinking that they're going to you know float and be just outside that top eight. Obviously, both could easily be huge. I said, I think I said it to you last year when you picked up Sam Walsh in one of our draft leagues. That was like the biggest move. And I know you and Bonfer are both of that opinion. He's probably the biggest asset in draft league, so he's going to pop off and be that 125 points a game kind of guy. I just don't think it's yet. Sorry, boys. I didn't know over the last five years how boring it was to listen to someone who sits on the fence. So I do apologise for that. You gonna make me pick? No, I'm not. I'm just fine. <laughs> That's just tongue in cheek. No, it's a fantastic answer, and I think you're right. No, I, it's funny. Defense sitter. Uh, I'll always sit up on the fence with you, Brett. I fucking love it. It's right there. Prime position. That. You can see both backyards from up there. Um, and, and I agree. I, I'm going into the season with neither of them. And it's fucked because I reckon two, three weeks ago, and, and Bonds could probably testify to this, that I would have said there's no way I don't start with Paddy Cripps. I thought Paddy Cripps, was, I think we'd done the podcast uh, chat bombs and I just kind of skipped over Cripper because it was, for me, it was that easy of a pick. It was, you know, he's been a, a close to 120 before, but I just think there's going to be so many games this year that he might have to be used how he was on the weekend, and I don't know. No, I will stupid. Uh, I will I will say one thing. I will say one thing just before you go. Sam Walsh will benefit more than almost any player in the AFL coming back to 30-minute quarters this year. Yeah, agreed. And he is an endurance machine. He's an endurance machine. I'm not saying I don't like Paddy Cripps bombs. I just don't think he's top. I don't think he's top six. I don't think he's top eight. I don't think Cripps is like... Um... Oh, no, either. Yeah, but sorry. He could well and truly, true. Well and truly, could be. Can, yeah, yeah. I was just about to say. So I, I have to retract that statement because it's not that I don't think he's there. I just think he's going to be between that four to twelve or thirteen or fourteen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm just not as confident as a couple of the others. Something that we will talk about a little bit later on. Yes or no, Paddy Dow bombs. Yes. Bretta. Yes. Corey. Yes. Strongest. Uh three possessions to half time and fourteen in the second half. Arguably I, I think this guy is gonna be out of all those two hundred thousand players, I think he's gonna be one of the better ones. I am sh- I am firmly in the camp of Paddy Dow and I like what I see. Is anyone worried at all, Bumper? 
Not at all? No, because 100% the worry starting with, in? I think, yeah, yeah, 100%. Yep. The worry with him was whether or not he'd be good enough to remain in the best 22. And um, from what I've seen the last fortnight, I, I don't, I, I'm not concerned at all. Bretta? Yeah, 100% starting him. Of those guys around that price range, I think he's the one I'm probably most comfortable with. We happy to move across to St Kilda? It'll be about time, Corey. Are you happy that you got your 45 minutes on the Carlton Football Club? Well, I probably could have wrapped it up in about six, Corey. I don't think you could have. <laughs> I think you're the sole reason that we are here. We could just end the pod here and start a fresh one. This could just be the We could probably should. We could just do one a day. We could just split it into each team each day and do another 18 days. Do Carlton, um, another team, come back to Carlton. Uh, it was team. weird. Jack Steele, uh, Bombs, I know you've warmed to it a little bit. Yeah, I mean, look, it is what it is, Corey. Um, it is what it is. It, it is, is what, it, what is. it is. I'll tell you who um, super impressed me from the Saints, though, was Hunter Clark. And, uh, gee, um, bump him up your uh, draft Corey's boards. Boy. That's Corey's boy. Yeah, jump him up your bar. Jump him up. Jump him up your fucking draft <laughs> boards. That's what I wanted to get out, Corey. Thanks, mate. Um, him, um, Highmore. Now, we don't condone injuries, Corey, but... Fucking, I'm pretty happy well, about James Frawley. I'd be lying if I said otherwise, because he's should be just about shooting now. Um, and that's probably all I took from them, to be honest. What about the fact that Carlos come back? So? You don't think that plays a role in Heimel? Nope. Who comes nope. out? Nope. Well, they had Patton injured. We know that Jack Sinclair's he, played he, off he that back get, plane. He didn't get injured on the weekend. No, no, we know that. But we know they've got Wilkie, they've got um, Webster, they've got Dougal Howard, they've got Carlisle, and maybe Highmore. They've got Long. So, look, it's quite deep. I think he's good enough um, from what we saw. Um, and obviously, he came on early enough um, in the game. Like, it was a, you know, Frawley went off and he sort of came on and he virtually played every single minute. He ended up with 84% game time, Corey. He was, I thought he was good, too. <laughs> Sorry, 57% game time. I was reading Dan Butler there. No, you're up. That's all right. I've been calling Zach Williams, Zach Fisher for the last half an hour, so you can get away with that. Yeah, no, no, no. He's he's all right. Don't worry about that. I, I think he'll be there round one. We'd be, well, maybe this is just optimistic thinking. I don't think he'll be named, but I hope, I'm hopeful he is. If he's not named, we're fucked. I'm telling you. Yeah, I, don't, I honestly fucked. don't reckon he'll get named. I did, and then you started rattling off a few of those guys. He plays tall, and you hit fucking this Carlisle, Dougal Howard. There's one through. I, I was going to say, I remember, I remember having an yeah. argument with someone on Twitter last year who was a big St. Kilda oh, yeah, supporter, and I was talking about... Um, Fuck, who's the guy just retired? Robert whatever his did. name was. Yeah, and he, he reeled off about four or five fucking defenders. So I'm just like, yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, could play, could play, could play, could play. And that's the thing. You're like, Jimmy Webster, Caulfield, Wilkie, mm-hmm. uh, fucking Hunter Clark, Carlisle. Like, they've got a It'll lot be, of yeah. They've got Carl, a lot got, of What is it? Carlisle, Dougal Howard, Wilkie, and there was another one you said right at the start. Uh, Caulfield. Coffee, they, they, play, they all play tall. They can all play tall. Yep. So there's four Jimmy Webster. Like, Jimmy Webster can even fucking play a, a 180. Yeah, like, but that's what, like they can play. Ben yeah, Long can, now yeah. plays in defense. Like I know he doesn't play tall, but he plays in defense. Like I don't see a spot for Highmore. Yeah, I mean, they'll, they'll, they'll want more pace coming out. They won't want. But who knows? Maybe he gets named. You never know. Yep, they might just be that confident in there. Um, I love it how uh, Fan Footy's got the green vest. By the way. Yeah, it's good. Well, they were subs. Yeah, there, there, yeah, very good. Uh, Mason Wood, he'll probably hold a spot there. Anyone see when Mason Wood? Oh, the, do you ever want to see when he took the mark on the halfback flank? 
Right, so they're marking the halfback flank. They're like, oh, Mason Wood, yeah, he'll probably find his way into St Kilda's lineup this year. You know, optimistic signs, very encouraging. Kicked it. I'm telling you, 45 degrees straight out in the full. Straight out in the full. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it was fucking pisser. Uh, Not a relevant team too much, St Kilda? No, not at all. Steel's great. Are you any chance of starting him? No, but I think if you do, it's not going to hurt you. He'll be a great pod and you'll love him all season. Uh, the Pies and the Richmond Football Club. How fucked are we, boss? After watching Collingwood's display and giving us absolute donuts. <sighs> Three rookies that we were optimistic about: Kelly, obviously injured; um, Henry, done, you know, squad all. all; and Bianco, who didn't even get on the field. So um, Collingwood now irrelevant. Yeah, yeah, strongly agree. Brett, you want to talk about Dugowie? Uh, I like him, but I'm not going to pick him. That's another. That's a chat for another day. I, every time I send a team, obviously through to you guys, a mock team. The guy is in there because the first thing Bonfa just like does is he throws his phone across the room, cracks the shits, and refuses to give me any feedback because he sees the goalie. But um, he's an upgrade at best. Surprise, Bonfa didn't want to give us 40 seconds on his boy Jackie Crisp, who absolutely fucking tore ass. Corey, it's just like flogging a dead horse if I was to do that, to be honest. Um, That's you know, not the you one who's only, kind of like Zach Fisher. You can only repeat yourself yeah, 400 sorry. times, Corey. Colin and when you ask me to repeat myself 401 times, I've just got to draw the line. Go across the Tigers. Bretta, Jaden Short. I like it. He's in your team. I like it a lot. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. I'm tempted. I'm tempted. Tempted? He's in your team. I know, I know. But that's not set in stone yet, but he is definitely in my team right now. What happens? I want to run that. Yeah, go. What happens to Jaden Short? Did, no, no, no fucking Hooli. Is, no is he just a man? He's just got 45 metres to fucking launch the football. Mm-hmm. Kicks it long, does all the things you like from a super coach guy. As the season went on last year, they just kept feeding and feeding and feeding him, and he's really gotten comfortable, and now he's going to get a full season as the number one dude coming off that back line. There's no one coming in. Igmalee Smith's not going to be doing nothing down in that back line. Bolter's the only other one. Like, yeah, don't even get me started on that guy. He lost me money last year. I'm <laughs> filthy. Jaden Short is going to take every kick out. He's going to be running 15 metres, kicking at 65. It doesn't matter what happens with it. That counts as an effective kick by the time he hits the pack on the wing. He's going to do that 25, 30 times a game. I'm thinking Rory Laird breakout year when he started doing that for Adelaide and they just ran everything through him. And for whatever reason, they decided Brody Smith wasn't a good enough kick off the half-back line and they just avoided him at all costs. And he averaged like 50. But yeah, Jaden Short. Jaden Short, I'm really heating up to the idea. And I know it's like a weird sort of underpriced pick. Um, and after I went on that rant about Zach Williams, and now I picked a guy who's about 50k more. And I guess if you look at it side by side, they're kind of similar players, and he's more expensive. Um, not similar players in play style, but in output, price, expectations, all that sort of stuff. I'm a lot more confident in Jaden Shaw. And I think the thing I like about Jaden Shaw is I think he's a safe bet for 20 plus games, 100 flat. But then there's also the chance that he goes and becomes a top three defender. 100 games, safe flight thing. So what's the, the – I can't see how you don't start him. I'm, I'm probably going to have him. I'm, my confidence is so high. And these kind of guys at that price and that sort of um, level of expectations, I usually, you know, chop them in and out. They sort of float. They're the guys I'm taking out to make a bit of cash. Or He's one that hasn't really been moving. Um, I don't know what it is, but I'm just confident in him. Can I ask you a question? Yes, sir. How confident were you on before you watched that game on the weekend? Not as confident. I was a guy I liked. It's a guy I've targeted in drafts and stuff like that and tried to get. And 
I like him for 97, 98 per game, seeing what he's capable of as the number one guy in that back line. It gives me enough confidence that he'll be yeah, at least top 10, minimum top a 10. Thousand, and a chance to be top three. Just under 1,000 metres gained on the weekend. That's, that's where the points come from. Do you think that happens on a week-to-week basis? He did play the historic worst team in the AFL when it came to Supercoach points given up to defenders last year. So... How do you feel, Bombs? How do you feel about Jaden Short? Are you? Do you think people are just jumping on the hop of one game? No, fucking one hundred percent. You kidding me? If he scored sixty, you reckon anyone's talking about him? I'll tell you this: if you weren't thinking about him prior to this weekend, don't don't start thinking about him. Okay, don't, don't even worry about that. What I've been saying, you know, because we're doing a lot of the live chats and the Patreon and all the rest of it, Corey. My sort of go-to with this, and, and this <clears throat> this will cover every single halfback that's overachieved this weekend. Jack Sinclair, Jack Crisp, Jaden Shaw, Daniel Rich, anyone else you can think of, right? Caleb Daniel. These blokes have been running by to get their quick fucking handball receive, run 10 metres, and pump it another 60 by foot, obviously because that's their weapon. If you go back and watch the games, how many times were any of these players when receiving a fucking handball had anyone within 10 metres of them? If you think in a regular season that someone is not going to be running somewhat near him, then you are fucking dreaming because the game was so attacking on the weekend and it will not take long. It might be attacking the first few weeks, but I'll guarantee you by rounds five, six, seven, these halfback flankers who are scoring like this, it'll be a thing of the past because the space will get closed down. The game will become more defensive. So, sure, if you were thinking about short before this weekend, that's everything you wanted to see. So tick, 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 get him in. If you weren't, don't fucking start thinking about him now, please. Yeah, only went under eighty three times last year. Oh no, no, hey, hey, I don't, games. I don't doubt his complaint, Brett. I, I, I'm a big Jaden Short fan. I, I drafted him early on the keeper league last year. Obviously, uh, you know, I'm not getting rid of him. Um, sort of going into this year, so I'm very happy with Jaden Short. Yes, I agree about Hooley. You know, the, I reckon Markov, the other guy that would have had some pace off the back flank, um, underrated in terms of what impact that might have for Jaden Short because Jaden Short's obviously the guy with the pace. Um, so yeah, no, 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 I agree with all of that. Do I think he can average 100? Most certainly, but. Um, as Zach Williams is for you, a guy that you want to wait and see, Jaden Short will be that guy for me. That's fair. Two things I want to touch on. Bomfer, first of all, your point. He, he's had two shot, two shots at goal on the weekend. So I think oh, you've made a fan. Running by from someone who marked it, what, 50 metres out. He got the quick handball. I, I touch on your point. That's not yeah. happening week in, week out on a season. I know they're two behinds, they're not much points, but that's a prime example of how much space someone has in a preseason game. But the thing, the thing is, Basha Hawley was running around begging for the football last year. The amount of times he would sprint short, get it short, and then just go they downfield. No, actually. bro, no, bro. They gave that. it to him. Yeah, but he's begging. He's begging 30 times a game, and he does that shit where he's running 20 metres away, screaming with yeah, his hands out for the football. football. If say, all right, So there's 20 times that he doesn't get the ball like that. Because how many times did Basha win his own footy? Fuck all. Like, it just didn't no, happen. No, we know that. Yeah, so there's 20 times. They've got to move that ball somewhere else. Not too many halfback to flankers that do win their own ball, though. Yeah, that's the thing. But yeah. that ball still has to go somewhere else 20-plus times a game. Short sure, gets it three or four. There's his jump from 96 to 105. He gets it five or six. There's his jump to 110. Let's just say this as well. He scored 165 from 43 touches. I mean, how many touches does he average a season? Half of that? 
Trade him out right now. That's what that's what I'm saying. He he averaged 96 with his long bombs, meters gained, all that stuff, averaging 18 a game. I'm betting on the fact that he's going to get a 22 a game. Bridges, actually, what's the average on a season? Inflated. Every 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 um touch you had last year was inflated points because of shortened game time. So you need to you need to appreciate that. So if he's only getting the same touches as he done last year, he's having less influence on the game and actually he has to, to have twenty four, twenty four. So okay, so be, okay, so up. if he's averaging eight, if he's having eighteen in a game last year, that's probably twenty in a full length game, maybe no, twenty two, twenty three. Twenty two. Yeah. Okay, so twenty two, twenty three. Yeah. So if he's getting an extra three a game, an extra four a game, five a game in a longer quarters. All of a sudden, that's what you need. Touches. He's not averaging twenty six touches, bro. Well, you're just saying if you if you averaged it, he averaged twenty two. No, but a game you're last saying year. he's going to average. You're saying he's going to, you know, do what he done last year and plus another four touches on yeah. top of that. So you're putting extra in extra time. Yeah, absolutely. Really 20, you know, yeah. Do you know what's funny? As a, and the extra 20 minutes a game is going to get him four no, possessions a game. 20, you know what? As, as a notorious fence sitter, I can, I could see that happening. I could actually 100%. see it. I, well, we I, can, I, I, can see, I can see this bloke being top three. But yeah, I can, also, I can also see him missing out on the top fucking eight. See, I this, can't see this, isn't, I can... this isn't the first time Jaden Shorts had a big score. No. Grant so, uh, and, the, and this is what this is what I'm saying with this. It's it's one week data. It's one week. It's 43 in a week against a team who historically gives up large scores against defenders. I think at 520, it is the smartest wait and see you'll ever get. Bombs, Jaden Short, Jordan Ridley. Oh, Ridley. Jaden Short, Callum Mills. Short. Oh, short. That, that's a lot tougher, but um, exactly. I'd and I've got more... Ridley and and I've got Short. I got both. Yeah, I think Ridley's clear cut, but um, that that's a, almost a flip of the coin because I didn't like what I saw particularly from Mills inside the midfield. Yeah, and I, I don't understand that. Jaden Short, Tom man. Stewart. Ah, uh, Tom Stewart. Yeah, and and these are my question. Jaden Short, Ryan. Jaden Short, easily. Oh, that's unfair because that's like another seventy k though. That's and it's like... Jaden, and it's Jaden Short. I reckon Jaden Short averages the same, maybe more, and he's a hundred k. As Ryan, a sixty. No, sorry, what is he? Sixty, seventy. Is uh, averages the same as Ryan this year? Yeah. Yeah, give me a hundred on that. Why couldn't he? Ryan averaged. No, I didn't say why couldn't he. I said, yeah, I said, give me a hundred on that. Why am I betting hundred bucks on that on something that could easily swing point five? He's just point. a compulsive gambler. Bro. Oh, well, there you go. I don't know what you want from me. Then I'll put my balls on the line. You leave your balls up in your chest, mate. Stop. Yeah, it's just silly. I, yeah, honestly, like yeah, all those, so all those names you said, Ridley. Yeah. I've got Ridley as well. I've got can, Stewart. Can you see? Can I, well. I, I ask you. I've got Lloyd as well. Hang on. Did you say you got Stewart as well? Yes. So how are you not picking Tom Stewart over fucking Jaden Short? He's got, got both. both. 
You're not listening, Corey. I don't I listen to him. him. I hate him. So he doesn't have lead. He doesn't have lead. I never lead. Yeah. Why? Why? Because I've got shorts. I've got my top four. I can't fit everybody. You can't have all the good ones. Are you that adamant that the halfback... So, all right. So, hang on. Now, now I'll take this out. This is actually actually a good argument, I think. You're all about the halfback wanker, aren't you? Absolutely. So, you are taking anyone that's playing off a halfback flank that's selected as a defender that's playing a midfield role. What you're preferring... I'm, I'm, I'm taking, basically, an extra defender at 500 instead of an extra four to 540. But you're taking all the wankers rather than all the midfielders, correct? I've got one, two, three, yeah, four. Yeah, what Corey's saying there. is you're, you're, you're picking your actual defenders. You're actually picking the flankers. halfback yeah, yeah, yeah. flankers yeah, yeah. rather yeah, yeah. than yeah, the midfielders. I understand what you're saying now. Yeah. just playing midfield, yeah. Yeah. So like how Callum Mills, we're thinking, could play bulk midfield minutes. That doesn't... Yeah, really yeah, yeah. So you're actually picking the flank. And, so it's, it's, yeah. and, and I, what's and your theory behind that, this? It, that they, honest, they're just they're, they're the quarterback. It, it, do you think the AFL's at the quarterback role I now? Lost, the... I lost a lot of what you just said. You're chopping a bit. Yeah, it's because fucking Bombs just wants to be the the boss man. I'm doing Bombs beautifully. Is your... honest, I think it's I think Brett's a good example of what the community's going through right now. In yeah, terms of, uh, I strongly agree. They've watched one round points. of fucking preseason games and are getting sucked into the flanker. And I think it's game style. It's the man on the mark rule. But I think to start the season, you might be sitting there pretty for a couple of weeks, and you'd be like, "Oh fucking, how good am I? I started this guy, I started this guy." It's it's going to get nerfed in terms of the game is going to purely become more defensive um, than what you're seeing right now because there's there's nothing on the line in these games. So. All right, you turn over the ball, the ball goes over the back. Who gives a flying who? There's no, you know, real pressure in terms of, um, you know, contest and game result and all the rest of it. Um, that's yep. why I feel a lot safer. You know, Lloyd, Laird, Ridley, you know, no matter how the game style is going to be, we know what they're kind of going to produce. Your players like Short, Rich, Daniel, potentially you can throw into that. Um, those kind of ball users, exclusive halfback flankers. I think I'm avoiding them to start the season because I'm going to wait and see how the game um, actually sort of you know comes about and um, and the game style sort of but you know even if the game does go defensive like you said that plays into the hands of the defenders as well. Well, it doesn't because it's not meters game. Yeah, and, and, and I'm going to accumulation man. I'm, I'm, I, I promise you, you the same that's points. worth nothing. Though. I promise you that fucking man on the mark rule. I know that's going. There will be an alteration to that. Yeah, I know. I know that's going. And I'm I think still... that out of the preseason, out of anything I've seen from this week I in the like preseason, that, I th- I don't mind it. I just think that's evident that those meters gain us so much from that man on the mark rule. I just think I just think that they'll become a lot. That that moving backwards and side to side, I think they'll become a little bit more lenient on that. I think, and I, was, I said this the other day, that they should have a one meter radius in which they should be able yeah. to move. And, you know, because it gives them some sort of freedom to move. It's not so harsh, the 50-meter penalty, you know, all that kind of crap. Just give them a one-meter radius. I think that's probably what it'll go to, to Can I I just say something? Brett, I fucking love having you back. Why is that? We just fight the whole thing. And that's (laughs) why I love having you back. It's just like, you're just the other side of the coin. You know what I mean? 
Like, you are just like that. I don't know if that's a compliment. It is. It's the biggest compliment I think you can give to someone. And the fucking... You are just that, like, have a look at this. Like, don't just look in this fucking little square. Come over here. Come over a look at my garden. It's good to have you back, brother. Love you lots. Yeah. Good to be here. I just wish you'd just rock up a little bit more. I will. I promise. I've promised that I'll be here a bit more. That's 55 <laughs> minutes into the podcast. We've spoken about two teams and we've screamed at each other the whole time. Yeah, no, it's good, isn't it? And oh, well, actually, probably thirty-five of that was Bonfer talking about Zach. Fisher, <laughs> yeah, actually, so. that's true. Yeah, Bonfer, get over Zach Fisher. I can't believe I'm getting pinched. This is the least I've ever spoken. I mean, my tongue's still feeling fresh. I haven't even had to have a drink of water at this point. What do you think Let's of Dustin? What do you think of Dustin Martin's just like absolutely wanting to turn it on after Coxie got in the face of fucking Richard on the weekend? Loved it. Yeah, is he the biggest? Is he the second biggest lockup forward, Bombs? Um, well, we might speak about Dunkley later, but, um, fuck, I'm tempted to make the switch Martin to Dunkley because I know, um, you know, notorious Dusty is probably second half of the year is better than his first half. So, um, yeah. but at this point I haven't bothered to move him. Say, or I, even I, really I, I love him. I love hearing this. You know what I love? You know what I love about having you here? What's that? I, I talk to you about Supercoach 95% of the day. And bops from fucking 11 o'clock in a.m. compared to 11 o'clock p.m. They're two different people. <laughs> we should do a morning podcast one day. Oh, mate, this guy has the biggest split persona you'll ever meet. <clears throat> you called Pistorius a fucking idiot this morning for thinking about not picking Dustin Martin. Yeah, no, but in fairness, I mean, he was... <laughs> <laughs> well, you hadn't Tom seen Phillips Dunkley over. play today. Would say wanted, is that you call? No, no, no. He wanted Tom Phillips over Dusty, though. <laughs> so, oh, what? there's a there's a line on cross Corey. Nah, fair enough, fair enough. Um, I enjoyed what I seen from Dusty. I Dusty the competitor. It's funny as a bloke who's won fucking you know, what two Norm Smiths, three Grand Finals. Three. He still just fucking goes out there and just wants to absolutely shove it up the ass of some big fucking American. That's for sure. Um, Brett, no Bolter. What do you think is from him on the weekend? Lock? I think he, uh, yeah, absolute lock. He's yeah. obviously been the best player in the comp for the last couple of years. Agree. I don't think he can go without him. That's funny. We're two games in. We haven't even spoken about the most relevant game for the weekend. Oh, bombs! Yeah, what's that? What game's that, Corey? Oh, it's North Melbourne and fucking Hawthorne, boys. That's what it is. <laughs> bombs. Yeah. Yes, mate. Oh, all right. There was a man on the weekend. Now I don't know if he's saying this game. 111 super coach points, Bobs. <sighs> did yeah. I see the one? What do you mean did I see this game? I only sat in the fucking Patreon the whole game, Corey, while you were at work. <laughs> but we spoke. Briefly. In between your business meetings. <laughs> 111 months. He had 23 disposals and kicked three goals. 240,000 months. To be fair, Corey... I don't want to waste any time on, on this guy. Well, I know you don't have him. I know Brendan doesn't have him. him. He's a lock in Supercoach. Don't you start with him. You, you won't start with him. You won't start. Don't, don't fucking bring up these, these, these fucking peanuts like this you never even thought about before. No Cunners. No Cunners. No Higgins. No Corey, one else is going near the midfield. I told you I don't want to waste time on this guy, Corey. You said you said that Heppel only had to average 85 this year and you'd be happy with it. Yep, Dom Tyson is 100k less and will average 90. <laughs> well, in that case, if I was considering Heppel, Corey, I might have a look at him, but I'm not. 
Last the last time Dom Tyson was a successful yeah, super coach player. Don't you go stealing my thunder, you Ah, Bob's last time Dom Tyson was a sex a sex a sex successful super coach player. What happened? Nah, well he was priced at two hundred K. There you go, he, my he friend. Over 90. And what song did I play this afternoon? Something Dom this Dom that. A little bit of history repeating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was that what it was? Um, wasn't he? I didn't even get the pun. Corey, he scored 111 and he kicked three fucking snags in that. Like, all right, so he doesn't kick three, he scores 101. So you reckon he's three goals worth 10 points? Mm. Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah, they were junk oh, time goals. Fuck's sake, Corey, fair dinkum. Lock him in. Ladies and gentlemen. You won't start him. I will start him. <laughs> how much do you want to bet? What do you want? Actually, no, you can just win the bet by starting him, actually. That's pretty good. <laughs> My entry ends at the cash lane. We <laughs> can categorize Dom Tyson is, is, is the second best valued Miz Price uh, 200k player behind Jack Zeeble this year. I can't tell. That's my outlandish point. statement for the North Melbourne podcast. I can't tell if this is a, a, a sarcastic piss take. Uh, he's a gun. He's a gun. I have no idea what year I'm in. I'm hearing Jack Zebel and Dom Tyson propaganda in the same podcast. This is insane. Now, Bretto, you don't have Jack Zebel. No, nah, I didn't see the game. Didn't watch the game. Bombs, what the fuck did you think about Jack Zebel on the weekend? He was possibly the worst player on the ground, but scored 107 Strongly points. Strongly agree. He, That's not possibly. Hear. That's what I want to hear. Not possibly. He, he had nine goals kicked against him. <laughs> Nine from direct involvements, either turning the ball over or letting his man run behind him from out the back. Yet, North Melbourne will stick with this for the first well, four have weeks to. at least. Jack Zebel is the biggest lock in that mid rate. And this is coming from a man that, if you go back and listen to the North Melbourne podcast, shat all over him, took a bet against him a week prior. And he's saying that Jack Zebel is the biggest lock at sub 300k you'll have all year. What was the bet you took there, Corey? I took uh, big Lukash. You, you know, Lukash. Yeah. He took uh, Heaney and Zebel versus Impey and Dustin Martin. In total points or average? Nah, uh, we went at, I gave, I, he wanted total points. He was blind drunk. So I gave him average. He's been a nice bloke, but I wish I took that back. No, average is better for you because if you've got Impy, you're cooked. Yeah, but he also had Heaney, who like plays like seven games. Nah, Heaney, yeah. Heaney will be right. Don't worry about that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, I can't. I cannot see how you go into the season without Jack Zebel. Yeah, he's the one that um, is most tempting at two fifty-seven yeah, to no, I don't even think pull down tempting. to someone you at two hundred k or sub two hundred k to find the money to. Do the things I want to do in my midfield and or back line, but then every time I take him out, I'm like, no, 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 I need to get him back in. The, um, the easiest way to describe describe that role on the weekend, it was, the, and you said it, it was the worst individual AFL performance I've arguably ever seen on the football field, which correlated to the best supercoach performance. I'll tell you what happened. I had a diary. I had a diary out there on the weekend bombs at work. I was sitting down. I was writing notes. At 14 minutes and 51 seconds. All right, go back, listeners. Fucking log on to KO. Go back and watch this. 14.51. The ball was kicked through a behind. McDonald picked the ball up, walked through, underarm threw it to Zebel, and ran out onto the field. If you asked me two weeks ago 
if that would have happened, I would have gone 500 bucks. that doesn't happen. Yeah, uh, uh, and that's why McDonald have cooled my jets on him. How um, is Zeeble taking the fucking kick-ins when the bloke can't kick the football? Because he can kick it long. Exactly, which is why he has to be a locking super coach team. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Look, he's got he's got kick-outs, um, and so that kind of role that he was playing was friendly to points, and Zeeble's not like these other guys that I was speaking about that will be nerfed. By um, you know, because this guy doesn't run around the back and get handball receives and that kind of shit, because he's got no pace about him. So, not worried about that at all. So, I think Zebel's just a uh, you know, lock and load at this point. And um, yeah, change. I mean, he's not going to score hundred every week. He's probably only going to average eighty. It, but there will be one. There'll weeks. be one. I think there'll be one. There'll be one game like the weekend. They'll get done by fucking 50 points and he'll somehow yeah. score 100. I mean, look, if, it, if if this happens over two, three weeks of the season, this is what you've got to understand as well. If it happens for the first two, three weeks of the season that he's just constantly getting goals kicked on him, worst case scenario is he gets moved from there. He gets moved to another position. He doesn't get dropped from the team. He's the captain. You know what I mean? Like, So I'm not worried about him not playing. Like, He might end up in a role that, maybe isn't as conducive to points. Um, and if that's the case, then so be it. We'll, you know, we'll sell him at that point. But um, while he's got the role, I'll um, I'll take the punt on it. My question, Port Adelaide, a good goal-scoring team or a bad goal-scoring team? Like, do they kick more goals or points? Port Adelaide? Yeah. I reckon they kick more goals. I, I agree. I think Port Adelaide's a goal-scoring team, Bretta. Yeah, I would agree. Yep. Then they play Gold Coast, who I'd say are a very fucking bad goal-scoring team. Well, we'd have to go through the stats and have a look at this, but it's fair enough to assume that, um, you know, Port Adelaide will probably register 10 to 15 points on the board because they'd have a lot of scoring shots against North. And that's thought, it. So. That's all it takes. The teams are going to score. Like, Gold Coast, Doggies, Adelaide, Geelong. Like, like, these are teams that may kick fucking 44 goals, 12. And that's 12 disposals for fucking Jack Zeeble. Yeah, if he's taking every single one of them, but... You know, if he takes half, I think that's a good effort. Yeah, at 256k, I just I love that Zeebel pick. Yeah, well, he's 257, so I don't know how you're going to discount, but sure. Um, I went to the bank and asked for it. <laughs> Brett, any chance you pick Zeebel? Oh, I can't ever say never, but there's nothing that I've heard tonight that's really going to change my mind just yeah. yet. You'll probably pick Dom Tyson, but yeah. You've that got was... nothing to watch, Brett. That's the problem. There's no more games to watch. Like... I know, but I can go back and watch footy. He'll watch Tom. He'll go back and watch Tom Tyson absolutely fucking dominate. Can't wait for nah. that text from Brett. I'm um yeah, I'm still steering clear of Zebel. I'm okay with that. But not Dom. See how he didn't say Dom Tyson. Yeah. <laughs> Can't Any... get away What do you think of your little boy Lazaro, who got fucking traded out bombs? Done. No, no, he's well, who's that? He's just somebody I used to know, Corey. <laughs> Very, very good. Very, very good. Well, when are you going to actually talk about my real boy? What? Uh, Luke McDonald? What, TP? <laughs> nah, Luke McDonald. Nah, TP. You said TP's the worst player you've ever seen play football. That's a lie. Uh, is Brett is Brett in on this? Does Brett no idea. Is it Tom the Powell? Yeah. Now, yeah, it's Tom Powell. Yeah, like Do you know, have you sent him the bet slip or not? I wouldn't have. Um, well, wow. Wait till you hear this, Brett. Me and Bob are not talk. Corey, I don't know if you know that. We don't really chat. Brennan tells me, I mean, Bombs tells me he talks to you all the time. That's such a lie. Wow. This is interesting. in this relationship, Corey? I I figure Brett's more likely to lie, I would have thought. I thought you're the most Aussie bloke I know, Bombs. (laughs) 
Now, TP, so if you ever see me send in a little, like, hut-type photo, that's who I'm talking about. <laughs> He's a TP, right? Because <laughs> we have to give people nicknames over here. Brett, about a week and a half, two weeks ago, you know, this was post, you know, North Melbourne podcast or whatever, and, you know, because I'm very anti-Rail and all these people that want to pick him, I thought, fuck it, I'm going to have a ping on someone else here for the rising star. And I scrolled down, and I saw Tom TP, old TP there, Brett. Mm-hmm. He was listed at 51 to 1, and I thought... <laughs> Oh, I'll chuck a cheeky twenty-five on this. You know the payout was well over, well over four figures, right? That's huge. Said it to Corey and said, "Fucking, you know, if you don't mind, kind of get on this, right?" And I don't believe you followed. Nah, I, Half- I regrettably did not follow. You, yeah. you know, I, I'll tell you what. In a normal year, I would have been on. In this year, I got a lot on my plate, but you circumstances, know that. Corey, yeah. we understand. That's fine. Um, Brent, he dominated that game to the point where he was best on ground at halftime. Um, on the weekend, and um, was then rested, you know, yes, for a large part of the the game thereafter. Um, and I had a look pre-game, and I thought, gee, I wonder, because I always have a look at my bet slips, thinking, you know, if any of them kind of shortened in, what's the cash out kind of value here? Let's have a look at that. He was still fifty ones pre-game, half time of the game, Brett. I thought, fuck this, I'm going to go put another twenty five on this because this is just too good to refuse. Logged on to Sportsbet, they took down the market, reopened it at the start of the third quarter, and he opened up at twenty one to one, Brett. <sighs> Still not bad odds. Still, yeah, but he's coming up against Matt Rao. That's what you got to understand. So fifty ones mm. I would have taken, but twenty ones a bit stiff. He's he's an he's genuine, and you know, um, people called me crazy because I had him ahead of Phillips right from the get go. Phillips, what do you come on and, and spend ten minutes on the ground? He's not even going to debut round one. Phillips, I remember him at pick number four. Uh, I I promise you, you're not giving yourself enough credit here. It's not just people called you crazy. It's you went out on the preseason pod and announced this. I fucking hate you at the best of times, but I'll give you credit where credit's due. You announced this on the preseason pod that fucking uh, your your little boy TP would be the number one man at fucking at North Melbourne. And what's the other dickhead's name? What did you say his name was? Phillips. Phillips. You're like, Phillips won't even play. Phillips won't play round one. Yeah. And no, it, no. you just, you nailed it. You nailed it. As, as you normally don't right. do. Look, sometimes I don't get things right, Corey. But I'm adamant on this one. I'm adamant. And what I tell you, I said the last last time, and a, a guy at um, <laughs> sorry, Corey, I just laughed at what happened in Discord, mate. Sorry, there. Um, I'm, I'm not even clicked on it, so I didn't want to know. No, and it comes up as notification. They're saying they're, they're started to write in there how long's the podcast taking, Corey? <laughs> um, I just thought, fuck yeah, probably taking a while. Um, and I said to you, I go, he was drafted pick 13, and he's the closest thing to Patrick Cripps you'll see. And I just like the similarities between, you know, Paddy Cripps is obviously also another pick 13. 153 is a fucking bargain. So what did he score on the weekend? Was it 57? Yeah. And he... From uh, what, 67% game time. And on your comment too, I logged on at half time. I'm like, fuck. All right. Bombs might be right. He actually might be a fucking legit chance. Market suspended at the half. And I was just like, everyone else is still listening. I'm like, yep. I oh, fucked up here. And, and, uh, I think Rao's going to win it, but I legit, I fucked up here. At 51s, I should have had something on it. And you, I, I remember you telling me that you were going to put I, at I least know, 50. I know, I, was, I, I think, know. And I was like, shit, I was like only encouraging to put maybe, you know, a 10 or 20 on. I didn't think you were going to double what I was going to do. Uh, it was I the, think I responded to you and I go, fuck, well, if you're going to go 50, I'm going to have to go another 25. And oh, when so that we'll, first just, was, we'll call it even. We'll just split in half and just call it even. <laughs> well, you just want $12.50 on my slip. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> No, nah, I want 25 if you slipped. 
I've only got 25 on. Oh, I thought, yeah, I thought you put another 25. No, no, no. Nah, Look, that's okay. why I've gone in half time. I was going to drop another 25 because I thought, fuck, I'm on here. And um, But anyway, look, it's it's a super coach podcast, not a punting podcast, Corey. We could change. Gamble responsibly. <laughs> Thanks, brother. Is that it from North? Oh, fuck. When, during the, when you paused there, I was fucking worried that we just died. Yeah. I the heart I stopped. You, the heart stopped. Whole fucking... Google Chrome just refreshed. Yeah, I think I, like I think I froze as well. Thanks, that's Bonfa. Um, yeah, well, if we don't want to talk about anything else, obviously Lazaro not playing, so we don't have yeah. him. LDU, your boy. How's he playing? Just yeah, a little shaky setup. That, that's just a draft draft league thing, Britta. Yeah, I've got he's him. So I've good. got him in both keeper leagues, and he's going absolutely nowhere. Nowhere. Yeah, he's so good. Twenty three well, young. Go ahead. I was going to say twenty three year old who looks forty seven, but that's alright. <laughs> who LDU? Yeah. Does he just... Look... Yeah, bro, that cat's got crazy, man. Yeah. Does he? Yeah, he looks like fucking the grey one. I've never seen him that close. Oh, not looks the like my one. partner. Jesus, oh, no. Hey, um, Lockie Young actually got a game who I also said was probably going to be the best thing since sliced bread uh, for the defenders. Nah, I think he um, could have a little bit. 202k, he was... Um, yeah, there probably wasn't enough there to spend 200 on him, I would have thought. No. Well, bread has been summoned to bed. Needs to have a root, so that's fair enough. But... That was the dog who's come to give me cuddles, and she's a bit upset. But yeah, no, buddy. Back yeah. to the pod. Ah, fair enough. Uh, you, uh, I'll have a laugh here. I've seen a couple of teams pick Liam Shields already after his performance yeah. on the weekend. Tom Phillips, though, Bumps. We spoke about him in the preseason podcast. We said, I was surprised with his ownership early. Um, listen, fuck, that was a good game. Yeah, it's only going to increase. Um, in terms of his ownership. So he's at 20% at the moment. Um, I thought it was interesting that he didn't seem to play... Wing. Yeah. Play the guts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so Tom Mitchell going to walk straight back in. Does that change things for him? I don't so. know because... I don't think so. Yeah, it's um, it's going to be interesting. Look, if teams are going to... I don't know how teams start Tom Phillips just purely based on the fact that... Um, you know, I'm contemplating Danger and Dusty, and if I got another one, it would be Dunkley. So um, I don't know how teams are structuring up, but if, if teams are structuring up to pick someone at around about that price in the forward line, then he's obviously the, the player you pick. Yeah, I think so he, not I think that if you sub a 500 player, I think it's Tom Phillips. I got Tom Phillips at the moment. Um, amazing. And I think he's going to be a player that's going to, that uh, having Tom Mitchell in that side is going to complement him. I, 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 after the weekend, I think he will line up 50% on the wing, oh, well, fucking 40% on the wing, 40% in the guts, and then, you know, fucking, I won't even be 20 on the bench because he's, he's got a tank and a half. I think that he's ready to be that midfielder, and I, I, he just couldn't get in there at Collingwood. And that's why I, I, I semi-think that he wasn't that angry about fucking leaving. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, I, I am fucking adamant that this guy is going to be between probably three to seven in the forwards. And at 400k, I am I am about to go balls deep on Tom Phillips, I think. Yeah. I don't, I don't hate it. I just think the, any other year it's it's a good shout because, you know, for instance, if, um, if there's more defender rookies and Zach Williams obviously not playing round one, then, you know, you could pick a few more defender rookies and maybe turn Zach Williams into Phillips in the forward line, that kind of stuff. But with all these guys at 200K in the forward line as well, and then you kind of want to make sure you have Danger Dusty or one or two of these kind of top guys 
just makes it very thin because the other kind of plain rookies that aren't available in the other lines seem to be all forwards. You know, you've got um, Brockman who's in this game. Campbell from Sydney will, you know, touch on later. Fulton had a good one. There's James Rowe. There's Tracy. There's um, uh, what's Jones from Essendon. There's, there's going to be a lot of forward rookies. And I just think they obviously have to take up space because we need to make money at some point. And I think in any other year, he's, at this point, he'd almost be a shoo-in for me. But... Um, just with my structure of my team, I just can't seem to fit him in. Yeah, it's funny is I'm structurally running him in the midfield because I just think that you get that midfield pick. But he, there's a strong chance he becomes, um, right now, Dunkley. And, and before the pod, so I'm talking, well, I didn't change my team as we came into the pod. and uh, You know, I've had Dunkley in, I've had McRae in all day, like kind of thing. It's I, I'm tr- I was trying to find a way to get Phillips to Dunkley. And then every time I talk about this game, I want Phillips, and then I go down back, and I want the extra defender. It's it's fucked. It's, there's, there's three players that I want in, and I can only have one of them. So I've got to decide yeah. where I'm going to go. It's And I think there's going to be a lot of people in that position, you know what I mean? Oh, especially after the weekend. Um, but I just think Tom Phillips, 134, don't think that's going to be his score. And if you're expecting that week in, week out, then just don't do it. No, you're dreaming. Yeah, but I, I, I think he'll be between 95 to 100. And at 400k, I just think he offers fantastic value. Yeah, no, he does. Brenner? He does. I think he's great value. I like him a lot. I just don't like him enough to put him in my team. Don't have a spot for him. But I don't like if I saw a team with Tom Phillips, I can't hate on it because I think he's a decent pick. So if your team's built and your money's floating around and you need for whatever reason, a guy around that price range feel comfortable slotting him in. He averaged 90 before, and I think he had a run of games where he averaged like, or not averaged, I think he had over 20 disposals and a goal for like 10 straight games. So he's done it before. He's um, He has the talent, and that's when he was 21. He's a grown man now, and new role, new team, happier sort of surroundings with more um, burden on him. He could thrive. You there? We're all here, mate. Okay, sorry. I thought we just. I thought we lost Brett for a second. Brett was oh, talking the entire time, yeah, mate. Cool. Dad? So I don't know how that's come through to listeners, but Brett for me was talking. Yeah, I uh, just I didn't expect Brett to stop, so that's okay. Corey shell shocked. Sorry, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, it was fine. It kind of just cut real quick for me, so I wasn't too. I did drop. Uh, I did drop. It's a. Uh, it's years of listening to Bonfire ramble on. Yeah, for and only real loud too, Brett. So I do apologise for that. So. To be fair, fair, Corey's usually gone to take a piss. Take a piss. Break. That's the thing. Um, that's what he was doing. To actually, refill his drink. Or he's gone to answer the door, and usually I get a text, and he goes, Bonfa, can you ramble on here for fucking about a minute or two while I get back? That's usually how it works. Drinks full. I'm just one used to send me those messages to me. Piss buckets here, and the dogs are locked up with the music. So <laughs> I knew we were in for a fucking long haul. Uh, Jacob Kaczynski, 100% locked for the next five, you reckon? No. You know, we, we're going to pick him because he's a defender, and he's about the only one we're going to get to fill our bench. He'll be dropped. Quick, smart, and I'm talking, you know, round three, round four, potentially gone, to be honest. Um, his saving grace was he kicked six snags, obviously, on the weekend, but he probably kicked all six against Zeeble, to be fair. So um, don't get your hopes up. Um, I think Mitch Lewis, and I'm not sure why Mitch Lewis didn't play as much as he did last year, but I consider Mitch Lewis a real kind of talent compared to what I saw from uh, Kashitsky on the weekend there, are Corey. Gonna, but... Are you going to run the cause? Oh, I think you have to. We've got zero defenders to choose from at this point. So unless there's some kind of, sh- you know, uh, shocking revelations to come out over the next sort of 10 days or so, um, then, yeah, he's currently on my um, 
bench. Can I ask, watching this on the weekend, does it make you consider any of those mid, like those rookie picks more than going to play North? Like if, I don't know North's fixture, and I, I probably should have looked this up. I'll bring it up. Yep. So we got North. So Port Adelaide, Gold Coast, Doggies, Adelaide, yeah? So say Bergen's named, are you just like, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to absolutely smash on Bergen here because he's surely kicking three or four against... If you knew anything about Bergman or watched the game on the weekend, you'd understand he was more of a half-blank, half-back than anything else, Corey. Apologies. So, it was <laughs> one of the few games that I missed. Apologies. You know what I mean? Like, that was a really bad one. That um, exam. No. Well... Bombs, you not, don't have to be a dick all the time, by the way. You can kind of <laughs> say to the boys, like, oh, Corey, sorry, Corey, did you not see the Port game on the weekend? I would have said, you know what, Bombs, it was Sunday's game. It was one of the actual few games that I was fucking working. I just working. think, Corey, you speak with so much conviction. I think the listeners might actually believe what you're saying. And so ah, Bombs, you, you, know, you know as a fence sitter, the listeners fucking hate me. They're all, they're on team, Brett. They're on team, Bombs. They're just like, fuck this middle man. He can suck my dick. Yeah, just, you know, that's exactly what it's like. So yeah. I literally just sit in the middle, talk shit for fucking half an hour, occasionally fucking crack the shits at one of you, and we're just going from there. Touche. Yeah. I'm a little bit disappointed that you two haven't fought tonight. Oh, there's no need because me and Brett. Nah, you know what? I actually think, oh, oh, in all fairness, I think Bombs got a little bit soft in his old, in his old age. <laughs> I think I think a lot of aggressive Bonfart went out the door with his weight, and, it, Bro, and he, got, he, he honestly got good looking and less. Yeah, it, sh- it shits me. On. It shits me. He, he lost a little bit of weight, and he just thinks that he's like, I don't know, can just speak normally. <laughs> yeah, what's that all about? Get aggressive, you fucking dickhead. I'll get aggressive when the team start falling through. If you, you know when he'll get aggressive, Brett, right? he'll get aggressive when he picks someone like Josh Kelly or Matt Five, <laughs> and we go into the year, and he's like, "And this fucking idiot who I knew I should have fucking picked." No, those those rants are due for in season, not preseason, because yeah, we can't get too angry during the preseason. Yeah, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Because right. you know, a bit like the preseason games, Corey, there's nothing really riding on it at the moment. <laughs> but when the players rock up to play, and then they produce nothing, well, I fuck, well, fucking trusted you. <laughs> hey, the most impressive player, and you couldn't possibly pick him. Jeff. Now, just from visually, was actually Harry Morrison. I ah, thought. bullshit! Was, it was Jeff. Yeah, for sure. Well, into yeah. Well, I thought Jeff was a bit of an outlier, but if Harry Morrison hey, he was a what? continues with that kind of midfield, what was Jeff? What do you mean, Jeff? What do you mean? He was an outlier. He was an outlier, not an outlier. No, no, he he was very good, um, Jeff, and you know, good on him because. The amount of intercept marks he kind of took was just off the chain, but I think, I mean, that's not going to kind of repeat itself, which is why... Um, the history well, repeating. The one with Harry Morrison, I reckon, um, is a bit of a sniff to kind of just keep an eye on. Because, you know, there's always one player, 300, 400K, he's a defender mid. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I'm just saying. The three of us play draft leagues. It might be a 1% or 2%. The three of us play uh, draft yeah. leagues. I'd Where? take the pun on him in a draft league, Where? 100%. What round? What is he? He's a 40 he's fucking second. No, he's the defender. No, there's thousands of defenders. There is thousands of defenders. We know that, um, Brett. And because there's limited forwards, you might want to stack your forward lines quicker, um, get your mids. And, you know, if you get a cheeky Aaron Morrison as your last kind of player. Yeah, um, that's where I like it. What, what, I, option, what I will say it. is every year we go into a preseason and think we've got to pick it out. And every year we're fucking wrong. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, but then someone comes out and does exactly what we said, just as the wrong person. We said it about that. Brett's not normally wrong. He's always right. He just never shows up to a podcast. Yeah, that's right. 
Now, Brockman was good. He'll get a debut. We know that. He kicked three Three, snags, three, in, three in the first. And I, Yeah, three in the first. The one I was a bit disappointed with, and just because of his like his super coach number, was um, Downey, who only scored 40. But the bloke had it 17, 17 times. Yeah. yeah, took six marks, and he was going at 76%. So not sure what was going on there, but I think he's earmarked, absolutely earmarked for one of those kind of wing spots. They've obviously had Scully, Henderson, and Isaac Smith go. I think, I think he'll play. Oh, yeah. I, I think, think we're Brockman gifted one at 117. Brockman and Downey and Kaczynski, I think, lock, lock, lock. Um, and the other one was Impy. The concern that you would have heard us speak about, if you listen to us regularly, he's body. And he had he – well, he didn't re- reappear after halftime, didn't he? He played no, 43 played half, game played time. Half. 40 points from 43% actually, you know, pretty good numbers. But if he can only get through half a preseason game, it's really got me worried. And so if there's one guy I'm going to miss that 200K bracket, it's going to be him. You know what I hated? Nowhere what? near kickouts. Yep. Which I thought that they would want someone like Jarman Impey on kick. Like, he's got the ability to launch the ball fucking 55, 65, and then nail the target. I, I was stunned. Stunned when fucking Stratton was taking most of their kick-ins. Well, yeah, I mean they do some weird uh, shit. Uh, it's hard week. Like I thought, Will Day would be all over the kickouts all game, every game. But uh, yeah, I just yeah, baffled. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that. Uh, Bretta, you, you didn't watch the game, so no. Nah, that's why I threw Giath in there because I had no idea about what anybody did. I backed you hard though, and you went with me. All right, cool. I love that. I, I like Giath's game. Bombs. Yeah, mate. I know you want to wrap it up, but I think we just kick through. Yeah, kick through, mate. Yeah, You're right kick to kick. Yeah. The listeners can pause. No, the listeners can pause and they can listen to this at a later time. I just thought it might have been a um, half good idea that... Anyway, it doesn't really matter. We know what's on a half good idea, Bombs. So we're going to kick through. And we're going to go yeah, to the most relevant super coach oh, game of the week. Now, Bobs. Well, we just came off the most relevant Super Bobs, I know me and Brett went way too hard too early. So yep. I'm going to have to ask you to calm down here because I watched this whole game of football with you. Mm-hmm. I've seen you erect. <laughs> yep. I've seen the fattest. The fattest of the fattest Bobs. Now, visually in my mind, I was imagining that by seven on the weekend when you were talking about Jordan Clark. Yep. Is he the biggest lock of your Supercoach side this year? Um, no, no, he's not. Well, in terms of um, someone at that price, yes. Yep. Um, he won the game for Geelong, and they looked shit when he was not on. 119. Now, you want some passion, Corey. 119 from 66% game time. Was the bloke sat out the entire fucking quarter. Remember, remember how angry you were coming out of half-to-half time when you were like, where the fuck Jordan Clark? Where the fuck Jordan Clark? And you're just watching his game time drop, and you're just like... Because he sat on the bench <laughs> the whole quarter. Why is he not on the fucking ground? And you know what happened in the third quarter? Essendon fucking dominated. They brought him back on. They thought, fuck, we might want to win this game. 
And fucking Clark turned it on. He kicked the sealer. He fucking had a bit. 1,600 touches. And he scored 120 from 66%. It was, I promise you, it was something you expect from a fucking 250-game player. What you watch from Jordan Clark and the weekend. He went from defense, up forward, in the midfield, hopped on a wing. Fucking, he was just everywhere. He was taking kickouts. He was kicking. He had four oh. shots at goal or something, didn't he? Three. He had three yeah. shots at goal. Three shots at he goal. He was taking kick-ins. He was playing on the wing. Taking intercept marks. <laughs> like... I'll tell you now, Corey. I mean, you got me worked up when you said, Bonds, you haven't fucking really rattled and you haven't really fucking exploded yet. If anyone out there thinks fucking Mitch Duncan's going to impact this guy, he's 16 times better than Mitch Duncan. Mitch Duncan wow. could not have done anything near what Jordan Clark done on the weekend. I promise you. And I, and I promise you this: if you were uh, if you were to come before this podcast, Alan said, "Who impressed you the most out of the weekend?" And I think I I'm going to steal someone's thunder because I think that's a podcast question coming up later. I would have said Jordan Clark. Easy. A Patreon question, I should say. Jordan, no one impressed me more than Jordan Clark on the weekend. Hey, I, you know what impressed me the most? Actually, one thing impressed me a little more than Jordan Clark. Hit me. Well, the fact that I raised his name on the Geelong podcast. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, no shit. It was fucking... He was incredible. He was actually incredible. No, very good. Very good. Very happy. And um, I'll tell you what. It was great to see Nick Cox doing fucking jack shit on the opposite team. Because I went and found myself 70k quick smart and I made that move straight away. Yeah. And when I say straight away, I was like halfway through the first quarter. Well, and not the first four minutes when he took that beautiful intercept mark on the wing. It was it was one of those things where you know there was a, there was a few people in live chat they wouldn't know what's happening. No, at that stage, I think it was just me and you. Was it? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Well, you know, he might have, you say he turned the ball over, I'd fucking train him out. Then I'll be like, fuck, he just took an inset yeah. mark, Corey. Oh, there's a kick in. Yep, fucking bring him back in. Nah, that back. was Jordan Clark. That was the best. You were just like, fuck then, Jordan Clark's fucking out. Heppel, Heppel, fuck Heppel, fuck Yeah, nah, Heppel, <laughs> Heppel fucking disappeared. The amount of changes that happened during this game was, was fucking uncalled for, honestly. So Caldwell good. fucking ended up in my team. Merritt ended up in my team. Fucking Ridley ended up in there. Um, oh man, it was absolutely flying. Yeah, Harry Jones had fourteen at half time. We like fucking don't even recall even seeing him. Yeah, he was on fifty at quarter time. Yeah. I don't even know how that happened. To be honest. Um, now, well, Jordan Clark's in and defender five lock. Yeah, hey, Brett's boy, Bretta Tommy Stewart. I got a few boys in this game. I like yeah, I like Jordan Clark. I like Tom Stewart because he's very, very, very safe, very consistent. Role doesn't change. Easy pick for me. Um, I think he's probably. I won't say an absolute lock, actually. I don't really have any absolute locks, but I do like... Yeah, he's close. He's really... I think he's safe. Safe's the word for me. Although I did bring him in. I started him last year. I can't remember. I brought him in in like the third round when someone got hurt and he did his collarbone, but... He's he's your perfect position, Brett. He's a halfback flanker. He's a wanker. He's a halfback flanker, and when the game gets defensive, nothing changes. He just floats across. The ball swings from side to side. He gets it 25 times. Six points, six points... Just over and over and over, he racks it up. Easy hundred every week. He's not a halfback wanker like Daniel and Short and these he ones. He plays on nah, players. I know. He's, he's, he's The intercept half like he's a Jordan Ridley. Yeah. He's yeah, a pick off Ken Mark. Pick off motion. That's what I'm looking for with my defenders. I love that the Ridley, the Stewart mold. That's where I'm feeling safe. Yeah. The ones that you know are just going to put a hundred. Yep. Yeah. Every week. That's what I love. I'm boring. But... And on a bad game, he's 85. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, I like it. The, I mean, the, the only argument you can make for not starting him is the fact that he's 538, and so 
you're not buying him cheaper, you're not buying him expensive, so you can buy him at that same price in round 12 yeah. kind of thing. And, um, I mean, that, that might be your argument. So, you know, you might want to start someone who potentially has or that you feel like has a bit more upside that could potentially increase your average by about five. But, um, like you said, Tom Stewart's that kind of safe, just really good kind of consistent player. And um, he's going to feature in a lot of teams this year, and, and rightly so. Boy, it's Jeremy Cameron. Any sniff? Jeez. Not good. No. 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 Draft league, but no. If you had him in a draft, like him and Hawkins, are they just going to be perfect draft league players because they'll either kick a goal or feed a goal? Yep, 100%. Uh, you, you know what I liked about Tom Hawkins was the stash. I was quite impressed. <laughs> a, couple of had, a couple of them had him too. What do you think of, the, what do you think of the perm of Jenkins? Oh, gee, Real KB oh. kind of perm. How many times did I, did I not fucking know who the fuck yeah, that was? Brad, you played with KB on Wednesday night last week. What do you think of the perm there? Who did I play with? Oh, Kyle. Kyle. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, right. I didn't recognise him at first, bro. I walked straight past him. Good head of hair. Does does smash more puss than you, I can confirm. Huge and true. Yeah. That is you. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Uh, Zach Merritt, Bomfer, you were a big fan of Zach Merritt? No, uh, always have been, always will be. Um, you like that, did you, Brett? Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Was that funny? No, I think, I think Brett's still a little bit delayed. Oh, he's still there. delayed on the <laughs> previous comments around. Yeah, okay, gotcha. Um, oh, come on, Zach Merritt. I mean, we shouldn't put too much into what these kind of players produced because... You know, it is the kind of game. He had seven Muppets, Corey. That's that's a bit of a concern. Now, 37 <laughs> touches. Seven Muppets is my favourite comment you'll ever make for the rest of the year. He's had seven Muppets. So good. He's had seven, well, he has, Corey. He's had seven if, Muppets. If, the, if any Repatreon ever refers to him as a clanger, we'll just boot him out. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a good idea because fan footy is a great source of information. Um now, 37 touches. He only scored 126. I mean, this wanker was on like 23, 24 touches and um, was on over 100 at sort of half time. It was ridiculous. And um, so I think Jordan Clark just stole all the points in the last quarter and they might have come off merit. So I'd be disappointed, to be honest. 37 touches, only 126. But that's merit for you. Merit's not scoring a lot of 140-plus games. The bloke's just kind of like 110 to 130. Um, consistently, and so he doesn't really go under that, doesn't really go over that. So um, you should know what you're getting, and a game like this shouldn't influence whether or not you pick him. To be honest, you sorry, you had him for a little bit. We you, you're not locked in a little bit, like like yeah, what you think? You know what happened? Um, then Jackson McRae played a game yep. for it, and I did say this morning that I. I expected a lot of people to jump on Jack McRae after that. After the game of football. Yeah. So, what do you think his ownership will be coming into the season? Merritt? Yeah. Oh, he'd be around, what, 10 to 15? I don't even know what he's at now, but um, you'd assume it'd be 10 to 15. I think most of those midfielders around that price would be 10 to 15%. Um, you know, Fife, Kelly, um, who else in that price? Tom Mitchell. He's at sixteen at the moment. Titch is only five percent. Is he the kind of is he, yeah, is he the kind of player though that you're like just like if you were thinking about it, just go with it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he pretty much plays twenty two. Um, I mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't hate it. I'm thinking about it myself. It's you know one of those things that at the moment I think I just prefer the look and name of Jackson McRae. Yep, Riddles. 
You're massive on him. I'm massive on him. I know. Yeah. I think I'd now go to Brett. You like Riddle Yeah, too. huge. Yeah. Huge, huge, yeah. huge, yeah. I, um, yeah. I, just before you go into it, I, I don't think there's... I, I, I will argue this. There are not too many repetitive kicks in the AFL that are better than Jordan Ridley. There are no. better kicks in the AFL, but I don't think there are many more players that kick 15 balls in a row that are better than Jordan Ridley. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Agreed, yeah. yeah. It doesn't bite. It never bites off too much. Mate, it always hits and that the ones run. that he does, he just fucking nails them. Yeah. There was one on that wing on the weekend where he just kicked it from fucking the halfback flank, skimmed over about two blocks. The guy on the mark and the guy down the fucking 50 metres away from me, straight into the arms of, it might have been Caldwell or fucking, definitely would have been too... Definitely would not have been two meter Peter because he's shit. But fucking hit someone like he is an excellent kick of the footy. And Bonds, you said to me on a podcast a couple of weeks ago, you're like, oh, you're not gonna like it, Corey. But I fucking love Jordan Ridley. I was all about it. I think this man is arguably one of the easiest picks you'll take all year to go between 97 to 103. Yeah, I like his frame. How he looked more muscly as well because that'll help bigger. him. He was bigger. Um, that'll help him in contest, but he's still gangly isn't he? He's still intercepted. He was still strong over his head and he just continued to hit his targets. And um, when, what do you want? Like this is someone who I think is going to min average, you know, low twenties um, touches and will probably average somewhere, you know, six to nine kind of marks the game. The bloke's not going to tackle. We know that that's okay. He won't turn the ball over. Um, and they'll give him the board every opportunity because how good he uses it. So no concerns at all. Um, currently my third defender and I don't see how I move him out of Defender 3. He's the big dick Brett Wood protege. Yeah, that's what he is. Brett, yeah, he, he really is. He's perfect type of player. Absolutely, mate. He's that halfback flanker, halfback wanker. He's wanker. Wanker. He just has a bit of everything. <laughs> <laughs> He's a gun. Absolutely. I, I, honestly, I look at him as a better version of Tom Stewart, and I love Tom Stewart, so I can't see how... I, I'm not, like, There's a certain amount of safe players you have to pick. You can take your risks and stuff like that, but if you actually want to be competitive and run a good team all year, there's a certain amount of safe picks that you've got to make, and I reckon he is one of them. Absolute locks. And, and it comes down to Essendon. There's going to be a lot of people that are happy you haven't whacked Essendon. There's going to be a lot of people that are unhappy that I fucking have just been so nice to Essendon. But Jordan really is... He's the perfect super coacher, and he proved that last year, and I think he'll just go on for a whole year. Just He'll, he'll go on for like a whole career, just being that... Uh, prototypical. I'm just making up words here. Just, <laughs> you know, he's yeah, prototypical. Gonna, yeah, yeah prototypical. He's just going to be that perfect super coach kind of player. That one that just floats, marks, kicks, done. And you're watching him. You're like fucking Jordan. Really had a fucking all an all right game tonight. And then you look at his super coach score, and it's going to be 105. Like, yep. that's Jordan Ridley. He penciled in every week before he's even played. Jai Caldwell. Anyone? I think they've got a good one, but I don't like him for super coach. Ed Bumps. Oh, man, I'll, you know how much I like Caldwell, Corey, um, but I couldn't possibly do it. I think Tom Phillips is ahead of him in terms of if you're looking at someone of that bracket, and I'll leave it at that. And Heppel. Um, no. I, I don't... I don't discourage people from doing it because he's still value and the points he scored on the weekend were not going to be reflective of the points he'll score in future games because he still had the pill, what, 21 times or something like that. Um, at the end of the day, when it comes to Heppel, um, you know, you shouldn't be expecting kind of tons. The, the bloke will go on average um, 85 to 90, I think. So he presents value. It's just a matter of, 
you know, are you better off maybe picking a guy at 200K and being able to get a top-line premium with someone else? And I think that's the approach I'll be taking as opposed to running someone a bit more midly priced like him. I did say to you last week what he needed to do to make sure that we pick him or didn't pick him, and I'm pretty sure you said, well, it's around 50, then you can fuck off, and there you go. Well, he's around 50. But to be fair, like if he scored 90, I think I'm in the same position. It's a structure thing for me. If I could afford, but I just feel like you can't afford anything fucking at the moment. You know what I mean? And um, He's yeah. a luxury. He's a luxury. You just can't yeah. afford. That's the first place you look if you need that extra cash to do what you want. Nick Cox yep. names on a wing? No, 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 I can get rid of him. I mean, that was. I mean, if Corey, if we are, get rid of him. <laughs> Corey, if we are that desperate, no, no, honestly, if you got Nick's Nick Cox in your team, um, just fucking get yourself. What do you call it? A fucking vasectomy, Corey. Just snip him out. Bed income. Just fucking cut him out. Fuck him out, Corey. Snip it um, off. <laughs> you just fucking cut him. And your one hundred two is Waterman done. Well, didn't I say that I didn't think he was going to get a game? Ah, you can suck my dick hole. I said he wasn't going to get a game. No, well, I would have still agreed cool. with that. Yeah, um, because they, they got Jones and two meter, and um, then they're not going to play. He'll get games at some point. He's not going to fucking start the season. I had a, I had an argument with Yev last week about this. Really? Yeah, he wasn't happy that I didn't have him in. Yeah, I said he wouldn't play. Yev, real dumb buddy, told me not to get TP. Told me to get oh. Phillips instead. <laughs> Yev, you've gone downhill, I think. Yeah, not, not exactly an intelligent man these days, Corey. <laughs> Do you reckon too focused on other things like Brett? Well, potentially, yeah. Mm. Yeah. I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Move across. Um, that, well, Jones, I think Jones is the other one. But nah, he was fucking shit. Yeah, key post. I think he's he's going to play though. Um, the one thing I put on him is that if he's named, I'm going to pick someone else that's named. Um, but if there's absolutely no one else, then I'll pick him. He's the last resort. Nah, he's a piece of shit. We'll get him. He's the classic. You got you got to pick him because he's the only one named, and then you trade him out of round yeah. two when something. Yeah, hundred percent. When he's yeah. when he's dropped as well. Nah, fuck yeah. HJ. Yeah. Um, Western G- GWS Giants. Uh, what do you say to those that are getting sucked into Toby Green? At the moment, after that game, just don't do it. He's a he's like how we said Ridley is an absolute lock for the next eight years. Toby Green is the opposite forever until round sixteen when you want an X factor to come home and average one forty on the back end yeah, when you fly. He's the draft pick, isn't he? He really is, yeah. man. You cannot play him because he's just going to get missed games. Bombs, was there a stage you had Josh Kelly in your side? Corey. If there was a weekend of games played, there was a chance I had every player yeah, name. You definitely had Josh Kelly, and I gave you shit for it, too. Yeah, <laughs> actually, that was the best convo on the weekend. That was fucking good as. He full argued with me, too. Nah, I was Adam, and Josh Kelly's a lot. The, be- the best one when you just came up the games played versus games missed section. Yeah, that's it. Fuck, the three of us don't talk much, but the weekend was good. Yeah, we you know why? Because Brett where he introduced himself to the conversation. Course. Yeah, it's fucking good as Brett. I don't know how you feel. I'm huge on Tim Taranto. Like had him for fucking ninety percent of the preseason pumps. I know you're not the biggest Tim Taranto fan, but Brett, what are your thoughts on Timmy Taranto at fucking four hundred and forty thousand? Whatever he's worth. I love Tim Taranto. I have him in my draft league, and I've had some absurd. Oh, yeah. I've had some absurd trade offers for Tim Taranto. He's kind of my Sam Walsh where I just I don't think I'd move him for the world. Um, yeah, keep 450? Yeah, he's cheap, bro. Yeah. You know, I thought he was like 480-something. 
Oh, bomb, suck my dick off. He could solve a few problems for No shit, could, the guy's a fucking gun. I told you yeah. this before the week, and you're like, I just don't even go to touch it 24 times. If you go back to the Generous podcast, you actually hear me talk about him as my mid pricer. Yeah, well, he wasn't a mid pricer. And I actually so alluded you cheater. to the fact that you should be considering him, and that and since I that point, had him. it was Cunnington to Taranto. No, no, no. Go back and listen, Corey. I don't like need to go back that. and listen, Bombs, because I've had him and you don't. Well, he's actually a great just in my team. I just made 80k by getting rid of Crips to him, to be honest. Fuck he played, he, so he played with busted shoulders in absolute pain last year. Average yeah. 85. Averaged 102 in a half-ass roll. Just floating through that midfield, just doing whatever he wanted. He's 23 now. He's fit. He's healthy. He's shown he can do it. It's a risk I don't mind. Right, do, you don't the, do you want me to give you the better stats, mate? Hit me up with it. Sick-ass fuck mullet. Mum's a milf. Has got a sick haircut, bro. And his mum's a milf. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> milf, mum, sick mullet. What, what more do you want? Yeah, that, yeah good boy, good for you. He's got. Corey, just, for, um, just for any underage listeners out there, Corey, what's a milf? A milf is a mother I would like to... Be friends with. Be friends with. Thank you, Mums. Yeah, a mother <laughs> I would like to be friends with. A mother that would take you, all the boys, the six and seven-year-olds, down to the jumping castle at Busy Kids, and you can have an afternoon there. That's, a, that's <laughs> what Milf is. Busy Kids used to have the bike track out the back. Yeah, did. Just yeah, sick, bro. That's a Milf. Mother I'd like to be friends with. And uh, and Tim Taranto. Mother def- I'd like to thank for birthing Tim Taranto. Yeah. And that's what Tim Taranto is. You've got to pick this guy. I can't... I, Remember two years ago, or three years ago, when we had fucking that other dick, uh, Canelio, at 450,000? This is a better pick than Canelio at 450. Ooh, big call. This guy's going 105-110 this year. I, I don't know so. about that high. Be tired, oh. Yeah, sorry, I did that mid-yawn. I don't know about that high, but... Um, I think easy. We have been on podcast two hours and 15 minutes here, Corey, and uh, it is... Well over fucking midnight now. Bombs, we've been... <laughs> bombs, I literally have the timer on screen. Every time you say it, it goes up and up. We've been on for one forty-five. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget, the first half an hour of you thinking we're on podcast was just oh, Brett just being podcast. a fuckwit. Yeah, that's right. No, I forgot about that. Hey, um... Uh, no, no, I think he averaged triple figures. I don't think he's going to get to the lofty, you know, potential of 110. I but, um... I do. He's their second, he's their second best player this year behind Kelly. But Kelly doesn't play football, so he's their best player. So he's their best yeah, player. That's actually a really good point. The, he, he, Tim Taranto is the, like, all right, Kelly and Taranto play 22 games. Taranto is the second best player in that team. Yeah. I, I, I have no doubt about Whitfield. that. Pardon? Whitfield's like, yeah. Who'd you say? Yeah, Whitfield plays 22 yeah, as well. Nah, no, Taranto is a better, Taranto is a better pure midfielder. Than Whitfield is. Whitfield I take, yeah, but I take Whitfield, but they're completely different. But yeah, yeah, I think Whitfield's better behind the ball. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess, like, when we looked at it back in the day, the problem with Taranto was, was there a spot for him? Because he was basically coming for Callum Ward's spot, and we're like, is Callum Ward done? Taranto taking that spot? Yeah. yeah, well, it didn't, it, didn't, it didn't happen. And now it's like, okay, cool, it's his spot. He got hurt, and it's like, okay, now he's healthy. Had a good little back end of the, the season. Had played two really good finals, even though they stunk it up. And now, like you said, Corey, behind Kelly who could get hurt and miss his games. He's the guy. He's and, absolutely uh, the guy. Do, you, do you know what I find this year? Williams and Taranto, they're both 100K undervalued. That gives you 200K to use elsewhere in your team. 
I, yeah. I, I just think it's just it's smart money. They, they might not he he might not be a top six pick, and he's most like oh, well top ten. He's he's uh, oh, I would go he's eighty five percent chance not a top ten pick, but it's just smart money. And it's at the end of the year if you can't upgrade them, like you run it into the back end of the season, because if you can't upgrade them, there's twenty five percent chance that people haven't upgraded something else. If there was more defender rookies, I would probably be running Toronto before Jaden Shaw. But because at five, yeah, yeah, that the problem is there's value on the bench in the midfield, so that's somewhere I don't want to take a risk. I, I just I, I promise you, with the value we have around the rest of the field, I'm almost happy, and I'm not doing this, but I'm almost happy to run him at M three. Oh, that's so. I, early, I know bro. it's short, and I know that, but I'm I'm just that confident of what you're going to get from him that I think he could do that. Who would you pass on though? Like who? What would who would be your one two? Neil Oliver. 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 Yeah. Neil Oliver. Oliver, yeah. Yeah. Neil Oliver. So Toronto. You got a bet against McRae. Yeah, but, but in, in, you, in, you don't forget in, in, in my true, yeah, exactly. True, yeah, I'm, I'm going. going to have most. I'm anyway. going forwards in the midfield and things like that as well. So. Like, and again, I'm not going to talk for anyone else. I'm that fucking confident on this pick. Yeah, I don't hate it. And I, I, I'm, I'm so unsure of it's just because that I valued him so highly as a youngster in football. Yeah, well, I thought he was going to be that fucking the best player in GWS's lineup, which he still could be. But I just, just I years. just think that Bar Kelly, I, I don't actually see a better footballer in this team. Yeah, Stephen well, Canilio, I, I promise ball. you, as an all-round footballer, Stephen Canilio does not have as much in his arsenal as Tim Taranto does. Taranto Kelly does. Good. I think Green does, but Green's more of a forward. Yeah. Um, And I think Williams does, but Williams is better at using the ball from... Oh, fucking Williams. Uh, fucking Whitfield. Whitfield's yeah. better using the ball behind the ball. Well, you think the guys he's competing with, it's Kelly, Hopper, Tom Green, Canelio. And, and he's better than all of them. He's better than all of them except uh, Kelly. And, and, and I, will, I Kelly. will not deny that Tom Green could become arguably the best of the lot of them. But, but he would, for, for it to go wrong, but for 20, Toronto, yeah, he'd for, need Hopper and Green and probably one more to go past and that's him, which just isn't happening. 2021, that does not happen. Yeah, I'm liking this talk. Yeah. This is not something I really looked at, but yeah. And the wor- uh, all right, I said this to the the chat that we the uh, the alleged chat on the weekend. The worst thing that could have happened for me was that this fuckwit went out and had thirty one disposals. Yeah, and he did. Because I'm just like, like that shits me that he was so good. The one he thing I'm taking out of it is, is it was one oh six, and then I take into account and fuck it again, Joel. Like hats off to Joel. Joel's like, yeah, don't forget, there's eight other players out on the field that are taking points yeah. off him. And I'm just like, okay, so that 109 or 106 is probably 114, 115. It's like, fuck me. 106 to 115 for a 450k player, it's just, that's, you know, coming all over Bomb's face in the weekend. Like, that's just, what else do you do? 11 contested possessions, too. Uh, it was it was incredible. Like, and he was good. Like, watching the... I, I, I promise you, only game I went back and rewatched on the weekend, and it wasn't because of GWS, it was because I wanted to see what these fucking... Sydney kids did. It was the one game that went back and rewatched, and I'm like, like Toronto's good. Yeah, like he's a good footballer. Bombs, you need to chime in here because I'm worried that it's just me and Brett influencing everyone else. Like, what did you think? No, yeah, no, no. 
I think the thing with Taranto is when I pick these guys, I want them to be top of their position. And so if I'm paying 450, I don't think he can be top of his position, which is what wards me off. So, but are you not, do you not take a little bit of account that 450 in the midfield is is three to 350 in the forward line? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, like he's going to need to do minimum probably 112, 113 to be top of his line. So, but if you don't I get need him, him to be there, I don't think. I think you need on. him to be 107 to 110, which I think he yep. will be. It's, it's but funny. But that doesn't make him top of his position. But it you makes don't need value. him to be top of his position. You need him to be upgrade L. You need him to be the last upgrade because what's the difference between picking a mid price right forward or a mid price down back? Like, like Clark. Yeah, someone like Phillips could be top of their position. Taranto, okay. in my opinion, can't. Here's, here's my argument. Yep. Come the end of the season, you have to put 250K on fucking Clark. Yeah. So you have to put 250K, you have to put 500,000 on Clark to upgrade him. Like, you know what I mean? Like no, I don't. no, 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 not on Clark now, not at the end, at the start. You have to add that. You have to add that. So, so you're, you're, you're you're expecting you're telling me what, are you, what are you what are you what are you expecting Clark to get to? In terms of price, yeah. Oh, three seventy to three eighty. Okay, what are you expecting Torrento to get to? Five fifty, so probably ten k short. Five sixty. So at the end of the day, you have to put the same amount of money on Clark that you do have to put on Taranto to get them to the top of their positions. Not necessarily because it's cheaper to get your defender than. But I don't. This year, I disagree. I think I strongly disagree. I think you have to put the same. You're asking me for my opinion, then attacking me for my opinion. No, no, no. What do you want me to say? I'm not attacking. I'm just saying I disagree. It's like. You get what I'm saying? Like, I think you're not putting I'm much not picking Taranto. Uh, Bob, uh, this is, Bob, how this about this? Different. We'll do a two I'll, for I'll, one. I'll make it... No, no, no. I'll make it clear about what's going on in my head. When I'm picking Jordan Clark, I'm picking it knowing I have to trade him out. When I'm picking Taranto, I'm not picking him to want to trade him out. I'm picking him to stay in my yeah, team. Yes, I disagree. So I'm, not, so, I'm not picking Taranto to ride him. Because if I'm doing... If I'm picking Taranto to ride him, and then I'm picking Clark to ride him, and then... I'm, actually, I'm riding a lot of guys here, Corey. I'm getting a little bit concerned, to you, be honest. But, but uh, if I'm picking all these guys as just stepping stones and that, at the end of the day, that means I've got a lot of positions to upgrade. I, I promise okay? you. And trades, you'll burn through trades continuing to I do that. I promise That's you this why, year, you're already picking a lot of players to ride. Like who? I literally don't have any. You well, told me before this podcast started, you had 11 keepers. Which, which, which two or three years ago is fucking 14, 15. Yeah, but I've adjusted my team. I've got so, and now. that's what I mean. It's no, it's that's where I mean it's not different. So, you want me to downgrade someone else to get Taranto in so that way I've only got 11 keepers? No, I don't want you to do anything, but I just want you to admit that you can that's go, right. you can go a premium defender in the back line and Taranto in the midfield. Well, or up like forward, you go a premium in the, or a lower end in the forward and Taranto in the midfield. No, I don't like that. Okay, that's fine. But I think you can. I, th- I think Taranto is going to give you a lot more than what you think he is. I, th- I think Taranto is underpriced by a maximum 20 points, you know, more so around the 15, 16, and um, yeah. his value 100%. But then later on, I'm just going to have to 
trade him out, and I'm not necessarily. I think. I think, I, I think. I think seven to eight weeks in the season. I. I promise you. I think you're gonna look back and think. Fuck! I actually kind of wish I picked Toronto. Oh, how about this, Bumper? Say you had a glass ball. You knew he's going to average 107 exactly. Play 20 games, 107. Miss one, maybe somewhere. Average 107. Would you take him knowing that? At full 50. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100. percent Yeah. No, so yeah, that's that's what you look at. What do you what do you think he can average? That's 107. So that's what the 23 more than what he's kind of priced at at the moment, and oh, that's more than what I so. If I'm picking Taranto, I'm thinking 102 is what he's going to do. So if he's doing 107, okay. so that's, that's close enough to M8. Yeah, that's close enough to M8. Do you actually right. think Taranto's going to go 102? Yeah, low hundreds, yep. What's your over-under? Here we go. Let's go. I'm not making a bet. Nah, let's go. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> over-under. I'm not making a bet. Let's go. This is it. this is what the podcast listeners come here for. You think they give a fuck about anything else? Let's go. Yeah, Corey, I've been here for three hours. It's 12.30 in the morning. I'm not inclined to bet. You've been here for an hour and 50. I've self-excluded myself from sports bet after I nearly dropped on Tom Powell again. I'm just going to ride that one out. Brenna, what, what do you think, Toronto? Oh, just, yeah. I think, I think, I honestly think 107 to 113. Okay. What do you think? There should be no doubt. There is no doubt. There is no doubt in my mind. It's why he hasn't left. Okay. Well, pick him. See. See, if I'm picking, if I'm picking a, a bracket, I'm thinking like 103 to 109. Okay, yeah. So the three of us are in like very similar brackets. So if you went, if you went the mean between the three of us, we're probably going 105. Now we're talking means and modes. Corey, <laughs> fuck, I love that. We spent that. 18 minutes on fucking Taranto, Corey. There's probably some more relevant plays to talk about. That's fair. That's fair. I disagree. I, love Taranto, though. I disagree. Who's more relevant? I don't think I'll start in though. I'll put that out there. But I love it. Um, a Brun, he scored four goals for 60, and I fucking hated that because that four goals probably should have been about 100. Do, yeah, do you, you spoke know, about Toby do, Green before. Do you know what I love? I don't know about you. Do you know what I love you, bro? That Bombs is just taking a part of himself to just fucking move. Just yells Brun. Just yells Brun. <laughs> just move the conversation. Brun! <laughs> um, now, the disappointing thing was he didn't score more than have the 62. Have you got a bed to go to, Bombs? <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? You got a bed to go to. Corey, it's 12.30 in the morning, and sleep's a priority for me at this point in my life, Corey. All right, so Bumps, Bumps, full steam ahead, you're the conductor. <laughs> Choo-choo! <laughs> um, Brunt, now, no, nah, it was disappointing. Um, I don't think we can pick him. He'll 100% um, debut. I'm so confident in that. But he played as a small forward pocket little fucker, and um, 157K is too much to spend on him, in my opinion. Um did he remind you of Toby Green in terms of his physical kind of appearance and all the rest of it? Yeah, it was way too much Toby Green to think that... There was play. so many times he got the ball, and I was like, fucking Toby's got it again. He's dominant. I'm like, oh, no, wait, that's Brun. And you know the worst part is it's like you're watching it, and it's like, yeah, they're not going to pick this cat. <laughs> He's not going to play round one. He'll play. Well, he has to now. He kicked four. Yeah, no, no, no. He, yeah, he's, uh, he's 100%. Um, I, I, I'm not picking him. Well, okay. I'm not picking him either, yeah. yeah. Well, I'll pick him. Think... to be different. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much money that we're trying to save. I don't think you can possibly pick him. We've, we're going to get enough of these cheaper guys through the midfield. Um, the other one that I was uh, interested in, because I saw Briggs obviously named as Solo Ruck, and I thought, fuck, here we go. Defender Ford, 123K. I was all about it. And then um, Leon Cameron, in his presser, said, no, nah, no, look, uh, he just had a rolled ankle. 
talking about Flynn. Um, no, no, Flynn will debut round one and all that kind of crap, and he'll be our ruckman. So unless Briggs, which if you watch the game, I don't think he can be second ruck because their second ruckman, Jack Buckley, did a fucking awesome job, I thought. Um, so I don't think we're going to get Briggs either, which is a little disappointing. We lose Corey. Oh, fuck. I hope so, Brent. Pretty we might actually get through a fucking podcast here. Now, did you see any of this game? Uh, where are we going back to? Sorry, you threw me. Giants, yeah. Giants, Swans, yeah. Jitters. I didn't watch all of it, but I watched a bit. Braden Campbell? Um, does nothing for me. I honestly, like, the big problem I've got with rookies and not rookies, just cheap players in general is I won't do really any research anymore until the teams are named because I feel like we look at it all season, all season, all season. We have like 13 guys and then on the day, four of them get named and then we're just throwing random people together. So yeah. Yeah. All, this, no, yeah. all this stuff we're looking at, it's it's valuable to a point, but then it, it sort of breaks down when you get to the teams because you're just left with the scraps and you always end up picking the scraps. You're picking guys who are averaging 50 in the preseason who somehow got named and you're leaving out guys who average 80 and yeah, just completely miss the boat. Bums, I will, ne- I will never, ever, 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 ever lie. I heard you to the mic saying with this, Corey. I honestly thought you were going to go on a fucking tandem there for 25 minutes, so I went and took away. Oh, my God. To be fair, Brett, we've been here for 14 uh, hours. It's been fucking... Oh, no. I know. Honestly, honestly I've, I've put down about fucking 47 litres of liquid tonight. Yeah, we can tell by how aggressive you get in that. Oh, mate, I've been aggressive since we fucking started because you've been pissing me off. Honestly, <laughs> you've been fucking pissing me off more than anyone I've ever met. So... Sydney, Corey, <laughs> Stack. are the most relevant rookie team, I reckon, I at the agree. moment. I actually strongly agree with that statement. And, Raiden Campbell. And, and I think that your Tom Powell comment is going to be extremely wrong this year because I think your comment Campbell. about Campbell is going to be extremely right. Yeah, none. Well, you talk about a bloke that might steal it off Rao. How thick is he? I told you he was thick. I told you he was a big boy. Do you know the fucking weird part is it's not like it's not Rao thick, but it's no, it's, it's like, like pure mu- like it's like yeah. actual muscle. Like yeah, yeah, he defined. Man, yeah, he that, gets, that, he that, gets that push off. There was a push off in the. Fo- like, I don't know who he pushed off. There was a push off in the forward pocket. It was more out of aggression than anything, and I was just like, yeah, okay. Yeah, if I was 18 and I was doing that, I'd probably be fucking slaying like Brett. Yeah, you'd be having yeah. a few tickets on himself. Mate, he was, hitting 45, he was hitting 45-degree kicks on the boundary in the middle of three GWS players. The bloke has a weapon of a left foot, and, uh, and a they will use him. else as well. Now, you think, oh, yeah, boss, no fucking Lloyd. Don't worry about it. Lloyd, right foot, Campbell, left foot. They've got it sorted, one on each side. No matter which kind of route they want to take out of defense, they'll be right. Him, Goulden, 117K mid. Yep. Another tick. You think play? Lock him in. Goulden's good. He's ready, mate. Yep, 77. Very good. Small forward. Reminded me a bit of Papley, quite zippy. Errol, now, you mean Errol. Yeah, Errol gets the ball. That's the difference. Did you like him, Corey? His name's Errol Goulden. How much do your parents have to hate you to call you fucking Errol Goulden? Well, they probably didn't have a choice in the last name. Could have, it could have been worse. Your name could have been <laughs> C. Bonfire, I reckon. Yeah, they, or they, yeah, they, well, I mean, they could have given themselves of, well, we won't even get into that, Corey. <laughs> now, the one, I think, 
took us all a bit by surprise here was someone who, well, we may have had a bit of history with old fucking Warner Corey. But at 144,000. Oh, oh, you mean the Chad? Yeah, at 144,000, I don't see how you can turn your your team away from this guy, to be honest, because he scored 89. And you know, when I was watching this game, there was him, and I think I was, might have been looking at Wicks or, or someone else. Sammy. And I remember typing, sorry? Sammy. Yep. I remember typing their name in and thinking, oh, fucking, no, nah, no, nah, he's 300K. I'm just going to stop watching him pretty much. And then Warner kept popping up. He kept popping up. And it wasn't until like after the game that I ended up seeing Warner and I go, fucking Warner's 144. The only thing shit about him was his fucking haircut. You know, I'm looking. I reckon you called him out in the preseason podcast last year as well. I called him a wanker. No, no, no he that, wasn't. This the guy that came into the court. I would have fucking absolutely gone to town on him because I'm pretty sure he fucked me over. <laughs> I said but, last season, not this season, and you just dropped. No, I did. Uh, yeah, no, just I did. dropped. I've called him a wanker. <laughs> no, no, hey, Corey, you're actually right because he would have been my rookie in last. Pre-season. No, you're right. Uh, in all fairness, you... in all fairness, if you want to call him a wanker, I reckon there's some way we could call the Sydney fucking football club and just let him know that. Yeah, because they wouldn't have many people calling through. I would have thought <laughs> <laughs> they got um. The, uh, no, uh, but the season, I'm going to interrupt you because they got more people calling through than the Essendon hotline do. So that's fucking that's for sure. <laughs> well, at least that's a starting point, isn't it, yeah, Corey? That's it. But Warner will be there. Campbell will be there. And Goulden will be there. And that, for me, is just lock, lock, lock. They were missing fucking no one. Logan McDonald, how the fuck he scored 61 is fucking beyond me. He kicked a goal. Yeah, well, he kicked one goal. He played 46% game time and they fucking gave that. I mean, during that real buddy-esque kind of shit. It was very good. And I'll tell you now, when I saw him, he was a good-looking specimen. I mean, you thought Walker. uh, Well, not Walker. Fucking, who's his flanker? Campbell. You thought Campbell was a good-looking specimen. Well, Logan McDonald might just have something can to I, say can about I that. Can I ask you a question? Just seriously here. First five rounds, Brisbane, tough. Adelaide, yeah. a little bit easier. Richmond, tough. Essendon, the hardest fixture in the competition. GWS, probably tough. Are you not worried about uh, Sydney's first five? For in three rookies? Three rookies, no. and that's the run. Nah, Fucking Corey, they're, they're playing rookies because they've got no choice but to play yeah. these guys. They've got okay. nothing else, oh, and that's what we want to hear. They have to play. Oh, I'm just asking for the listeners, mate. You've just got to answer for listeners. You don't have to shoot me down. Sometimes, sometimes, bombs. I just want to fucking pump your boots up, mate. That's all I want to do. Just always think you got an alternate agenda. You got a halfback <laughs> flanker who's going to release Mills into the midfield, which is important. That's Campbell. They've got Warner, who had some you know midfield kind of forward time, which we like. We we like to see that. And 140. Forward, it's not an extreme amount to pay, and they had Golden, who was a smaller type forward, who seemed to get a bit more of the ball than a, a typical kind of small forward would. So, we're tick tick tick. We're all about that. Callum Mills, only 17 centimeters. Well, 17 centimeters is tennis, and only 17 disposals. Breda, is that a worry? Um, you know, I don't like the midfield defenders. I know. I think we get a little bit sucked in because we see forwards who play midfield. And it's a whole different ball game because there aren't as many points for these big key forwards, these goal kickers. It's. I just don't like it. I think there's guys I like a lot more than Callum Mills. I think he's a super footballer, and big problem is he's going to be playing more in the midfield. First time doing it, probably full time if it's allowed. 
um, and they're going to get beaten pretty badly a lot of the time. So I don't know where he's going to get these big hundreds from that he got last year if he's playing midfield. Bumps, your thoughts? I've shared my thoughts on Mills in the last week or so, Corey, so I think we're quite clear on that, and it hasn't changed. Um, you know, will I start Ridley over him? Yeah, I will. Um, you know, if Mills had potentially scored more, it might have swayed me a bit, but 17 touches was um, not enough for the ball. But I, mean, I am keeping in mind this shouldn't be too focused on what premiums produce in the preseason. If the role's there, he'll be good, and I think he will push close to 108, 109, 110. Fuck, I wish you I'm didn't say that because I was about to ask Brett. What, Brett, what do you think he's going to average? I reckon 102, 103. Yeah, cause if I, he goes, but, but if he plays enough in the back line, that 109 is easy for him. No, I, I, I think it's 110 as a midfielder. And 110 I'll, as a mid? Yeah. 110, what, 1,010? Yeah, 1,000. Thou- so he's going to average a third of the two teams every week he pops up. I think I think it's going to be 110. I think it's going to be 110. I don't see it. Not full-time mid. I can't see it happening. Bombs? I've said my piece, haven't I, Corey? You think it's going to be 110? <laughs> well, yeah. Didn't I just say 110? So why are you not picking him? Because I, th- I he doesn't feel believe like... he's going to score 110. Because it's a load of yeah, yeah, but so I'm actually I'm alarmed that neither of you are saying to me why are you not picking him either. This is why, you know, and I'm getting a bit seduced by I think Ridley, to be honest. Um, do I think Mills has a potential ten point upside? Yes, um, and so on that basis I should pick him because I don't really think he's going to average below that. However. When there's a guy there who has a role change and with a potential increase, there is always going to be an element of risk. And I think with Ridley, the risk is far less in terms of what's the flat line um, mm-hmm. and what are you likely to get. And so for that purpose, Ridley, uh, Ridley, Ridley uh, edges ahead of Mills for me. Yeah, I agree completely. Yeah, it's, it's actually fuck because like we both say one ten, and then like when Brett says 103 we like we want like we'll say oh well, why don't you think he is and then it's like well if you think he's going to average 110 why are you not picking him yeah no, that's a, that's a good question yeah because... and, for, and like that's the hypothetical question I ask myself why are you not picking him like i guess if you if you phrase like, it like you're, this you're almost hypocrite at the end of the day aren't you if if you looked at it like down down the line you're like okay out of these three guys like you don't know which one does it one of them's going to average mid 90s for the season and you got Mills, Stewart, Ridley. Who would you pick? Say they're going to average 92. Stewart. Stewart, okay. See, I'd pick Mills. I think Mills has a higher upside than both of them. And I think he's, he could easily average 115 and yeah. be that guy. What was the question? I think the sorry, guy sorry, with the highest upside. So say, say someone told you that at the end of the season, out of Ridley, Stewart, Mills, one of them's going to have averaged 92. Which one do you think it would be? And I'd say Mills. Whereas if you also said the same yeah, thing, yeah, one of them yeah, averaged 120. Yeah. 120, I'd say Art Mills as well. Bretta, so it's weird. Bretta, welcome to the podcast. I got you, bro. What a question. You know what, Bombs? I've spoken to you for like the last fucking, I don't know, 400 episodes straight. Why do you never ask me that kind of question? To be fair, Corey, I'm just trying to get off here and get some sleep. I just think you've got your own dick in your hand and you just want to know the high. You just want to know the high all the time, Bombs. you got a drug problem, mate. You just want to know the high. That's all you want to know. You never want to know the low. You just want to know the high. Corey, we did say we wouldn't speak about that on here. Yeah, true. I apologise, listeners. Bomfer does not have a drug problem. 
And oh, I can confirm Brett's got a drug problem. <laughs> so call the local authorities. We should not laugh about this, Corey. I'm just addicted to walking my dog. That's not a drug problem. That's something completely different. Oh, I just that's thought like, drugs was an addiction. Release, I just knew you were addicted to sex, Brett, so I thought that was your drug. Oh, this is allegations that I'm not <laughs> going to confirm or deny. So Let's here's my on. question. And Brett, this plays perfectly into your favour. Like, we're talking about the mid-price. You've got to pick the mid-price defender. Well, Bonf is talking about it anyway. I'm just going along with it. Rory Laird has 25 disposals on the weekend, 10 tackles, and scores 95 or 99 super coach points. Fuck, they hate him. They do. They do. Confirmed. Absolutely. They actually confirmed. fucking hate him. So, I am. You cannot go into the season without Rory Laird. Bombs, yep. you are. You cannot go into the season without Rory Laird. Yep. Yep. Breda, Rory Laird. Oh, I like Rory Laird a lot. And that's this is probably, I've never been on this side of the, um, the Rory Laird, should I pick him or should I not? Uh, I want to pick him pretty badly. I know he's going to average 105. It's kind of like you guys with Callum Mills. I don't know why I can't pick him. I think it's just that I can't fit him. I can't fit him in the side. I like Ridley. I like Stuart. I think if anyone was going to come out, it would be Stuart for Laird. But he did have seven Muppets. That might have explained his score. Yeah. <laughs> he had ten tackles, though. Do the tackles outweigh the Muppets? <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure about that. Oh, I can yeah. never deal with Muppets. But <laughs> just, I just do you know free kicks against count as Muppets? Do they? Yeah, how bad is that? Are you sure? 100%. Well, it is a turnover. You turned over the 100%. ball. 100% free yeah, kick yeah. against count as Muppets. So here's my, here is my theory. I just I cannot fathom after what we've seen at the back end of last year, how anyone, anyone could consider not picking Rory Laird. It's a very valid point. He's I don't really at, he is Adelaide's there. number one midfielder. Money. Like, forget Matt Crouch. He's a better midfielder than Crouch. No. Oh, that I agree with. No, I he is. Yeah, the only that. reason that anyone disagrees with that is because his head looks like Bomfer's head. He gets he gets the same amount of ball. He gets more useful ball. Yeah, and, he uses and, and it uses it better. Yeah, can kick a can kick a football ten times better than Crouch and Laird. Yep. I uh, Crouch, Crouch and fucking um, what's that other dickhead's name? Crouch and Crouch. Sloan. Sloan. Thank you very much, Bumper. He's he's the best ball user besides Brody Smith in that team. And he's the only one who plays defense. I just, like, I cannot fathom how people cannot select Rory Laird to start the season. I think I'll have him. I just don't know how I'm going to fit him in. I promise you, I think he goes close to number one this year. Yeah, I could completely say that. And I mean 110. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I was expecting a little bit of bite back. No, no, I I agree. I do agree. It's just, like, I've got four defenders. Are you, you boys are both Matt Crouch fans? No. I thought you were. Bombs? Still not Matt Crouch. Yeah. I promise you, after his buy will be my first upgrade. What? Where's this coming from? Nah, no. Nah, this is uh, now about Brett. Now I promise. Okay, fuck. I sound like you, Bonds. Fuck, suck my dick. I probably sound like you, my friend. Nah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, my friend. Yeah, <laughs> I promise you. So Bonfers is I promise you, and mine is my friend. No, yours is I promise you. You dropped that eighteen hundred times tonight. I've just fucking caught that off you now. All right, so you're just becoming me, and then I'm becoming. I've just got fucking Nakori. I've got a bit of sleep to fucking get to. So that. I'm becoming me, who's becoming you. Corey, if it wasn't one o'clock in the morning, I'd, I'd probably fucking almost convinced that we were talking about this under the influence because that's too deep for me. Uh, what's going on? I'm what's becoming going on? you, who's becoming me, who's becoming you. What's going on with my crouch? Anyway, 
Not correct. Shit. Did oh. you say you shit? Yeah. Oh, well, fucking good luck to you. I don't care. Then. Nah, he's yours. He's yours. I was just trying to segue I'll you. get him in the second half of the year. Uh, and, no and there we go. This is where I was going. I promise you me who's promising you who's promising me. Is this the whole... Is this the whole you can finish the seasons like <laughs> no, a monster every year? Bonfar, I, I, I promise me who's promising you who's promising me has done the the best. And I mean the best. And and these, this shit comes out every year. You will never see a better sectional s- split... As what you're about to see from Bonds. Do you get that, brother? Is it just, is it just Matt Crouch from 1 to 9 and then yeah. from 10 to 18? Yeah, that's it. That's, that's he's, exactly done it, he's, done it, he's done it before. He is, no, before. he is four seasons split the whole season into teams, into players. The best thing you will read all year. And Elitus, I promise you, if you're in Patreon, you will see it. It's in the stats column. But hit Bonds up. It is the best piece of reading material you will see. What? It's not in the stats column. What are you on about? Well, I told you to put it in the stats column the other day. Oh, do you mean the fixture analysis? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, that was all right. Adelaide didn't feature that brilliantly in that. Well, isn't that what you're talking about at the back end of the year? No, he's just a fucking absolute animal. But Matt Crouch during the finals run, their difficulty score, in which I've attributed it, yes, put the, uh, Adelaide at the fourth easiest run. So that's what I just gave you credit for. But that's at the end of the, the day, Brett, series. at the end that's of the day, the at the end of the day, nineteen, they rank 13th. at the end of the day, Brett, Bombs is a piece of shit, and if I ever give him any credit ever again, throw it out the window, because he's a fucking yeah, cocksucker. No, I, I fucking hate him. Piece of shit. Actually, hate him. I try and pump up his toys. I do the John Cena leaning down, fucking pumping up those shoes in fucking 2002, and Bombs fucking delivers me that. Bombs, suck my dick off. <laughs> I'm done. Um, I'm done for the pod. You can both of you fuck off. We might be able to finish this up quite quickly now. Hey, now, Corey, who did I, I can guarantee hear crickets in the back of Brett's mic, which is so insulting. He's thinking, fucking, Brett's thinking, fucking, thank fuck, I only rock up bro, to I'm one of these. Pass here. out, bro. It's struggling hey, over here. Who did I tell you was going to debut? Don't care. Adelaide. Actually, at the, at the end of the day, I don't actually care what you say now. Oh, well, James Rowe. Now, Corey. Have you ever seen a fatter forward pocket than James Rowe? Yeah. I have, absolutely. Jay, uh, Brian Strong. I've, I've, <laughs> I, also, I also played a game of uh, basketball with Dizzer on the weekend, and he played it with oh, poker as well. So Jesus. I'll tell you, James Rowe, now just shoo him in. 117, he's been there for a long time. That would have been the first podcast we dropped the whole preseason. Yeah, it actually was. It actually was. No, Corey, I've got some good information. Yeah, I don't but get personally, right. I fucking hate you, so I'm not giving you any credit. You suck <laughs> I'm done. I'm actually fucking done. The rest of the podcast is done. We might as well have a break. I'm fucking done. We talk about Port Adelaide now, Corey? Nah, I'll give you James Ray. That was actually fucking good. <laughs> you know the worst part is, is I put him in the, like that podcast, and I've had him in for the whole season, and then when on the weekend... I, I reckon I watched about 15 minutes of that game, and you know what I heard? Row, handball out of halfback. Row, handball received. Outside forward 50, and I was just like, fuck, this can't fucking good. And that was yeah, it. No. That was all I seen for the whole game. Yeah, no, he was he was good enough, and he had three attempts at goal, didn't kick one of them, and he still scored 63. So, good enough. It's a tick from me for him, and uh, more importantly, uh, I think uh, Bergman, Corey. No, 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 before we go there, before we go there, before we go there. Were we a year too early on Dan Houston? 
No, he's going to be the same player. Pumps? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Would you be surprised if he became a midfielder this year? Yes. Very. You'd both be surprised? Yep. Very. Yeah, a me. good elite midfielder, yeah. Me too. I was just hoping someone was going to be a fucking cocksucker. <laughs> what do you think of a Lira Lee on the weekend, by the way? Yeah, dude's a super footballer, but he's going to be inconsistent with his scoring. I can love a Lira Leo. Not as a pick. As a as fucking a player. player. Yeah, agreed. Bargain of the century second round pick that That's one. That's so fucking shit that they got him for that. A gun I can't believe Sydney got rid of him. Yeah, I don't get it. That, I don't think that... I think he was out there. Oh, I think he said to him, I'm leaving regardless of what you want to do. It was contracted. Nah, but, yeah, like, but I, think he said he, I think he said I'd play it the next year and then I'm gone. All right, we'll fucking trade him at that point. Yeah. You weren't going to get less for him than the year after, that's for sure. Oh, I promise you, I wouldn't be surprised if he if he somehow became a top six defender. Not on points. Oh, it wouldn't surprise me if he was all Australian, though. Yeah. yeah I, uh, I like no, that. he will be all Australian, I think. So good. He's a fucking gun. Yeah. Yep. Does so much too. Locks down and then punches away. Kind of racy top six. Just put that in. But uh, your boy Bergen. Say Connor Rosie top six. Shut up, Brett. After he broke his leg on the way in there, Brent. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Ooh. That was meant to be soiling, Jesus oh, Christ. Oh, oh fuck me, we're two and a half hours in, and everyone just listened to that shit. <laughs> <laughs> we need to clip that. I don't know. Fucking, you should smell the cunt over here, but fuck. That was huge. Fucking sorry for that one, Jesus Christ. Never apologize. Better out than in. <laughs> I can't talk. My stomach's sore after that. <laughs> Fuck. Hey, Bob, so I've, watched, I've watched you do 10,000 sit ups in one <laughs> evening. Your stomach's not sore at all. Oh, you know what was funny there? I thought, fuck, I'm going to get this out before I go on a rant here. And I thought, fucking, I'm hoping it's going to be sore. Because I've dropped about fucking like six of them and they, they haven't been um loud, these ones. And that one there was fucking, I was like, gee, I had to put a bit of effort into that's that. I want to sounded like that's that. That's a real Patreon kind of fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'll tell you now, if they fucking somehow listen to the four hours we've been on air here, Gory, um, Jesus, I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> we're, we're, we're the, four yeah, hours, we're five hours and fifteen minutes in right now, Bobs. Oh fucking hell! <laughs> hey, um, Bergman, Corey, now you might not know this, Corey, because you might not caught caught some of the game, but he actually played in the back line, even though did he really? Because I, I yeah. thought I watched the whole game. I don't know if uh, if it's now how he breaks into this back line. I'm not too sure. To be honest, because they've got Aaliyah, they've got Cleary, they've got Jonas, they've got Darcy Byrne Jones, they've got um, Hartlett to come back into the team, they've got Houston, um, and then you know. Hang on, hang on. Do you mean do you mean Houston, as Dizzer would say? Oh well, yeah. Well, I guess so, Corey. I don't know. We all know who I'm talking about. But um, uh, they got Ryan Burton as well. How he fits in, I'm not too sure. But what I know is he was very, very good and very, very impressive. And um, I'm excited by him because of all these forward line players we're kind of getting at the moment, he's the one I'll field, like 100% field. Won't get picked. Well, I don't think he'll get picked either. He didn't get subbed off and he didn't start as a sub in this game. And I know they got an ample kind of back line there. But I will be. Um... Didn't Carl Amon play off the halfback flag as well? Yeah, but he's tiny. Good boy. 
Pointy's Corey. Big Arlov Conley. Want me a flag? Want me a flag? Yeah. Good shout out. Actually, he did, didn't he? Yeah, 130 in a grand final against Damon. Love that. Huge win. He's super. He was super, Bergman. So um, I'm getting excited because um, I feel like I'm going to – well, if he's there round one, he's going to start in my team, and he's certainly going to be the on-field option for me. Bro, the last game I didn't watch on the fucking Sunday night was West Coast and Frio. I was out. I listened listen to it on the radio. I don't know if that counts. So, Bob, you're going to carry us here again. Can I just say hashtag Zach Butters? Is, Gun. Is, Gun, bro. Yeah. Remember the conversation with Oh, fucking Rosie and fucking shit cunt Dersma. I've been saying it for years. Butter's the best of the lot. Personally, you've said a lot of players are the best of a lot of teams and you've got them all yeah. wrong. Yeah. So it's, uh, I'd like to say it's, it's good that you got one right. I'm pretty sure you said Willem Drew was the best yeah, of the Yeah, he lot. did. Actually, that was last year. He did say he yeah, yeah. Willem Drew was the best player that ever come out of Port Adelaide. And Darcy Byrne Jones was a lock for top three, best yeah, of the lot. He did say that. Fuck, Darcy. Jones, well, he was all Australian. He just and one year he also did say, um, Jake Lloyd. Dylan Shield was the best comparison, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Corey, I would never say something foolish like that. But Butters, just that's the pick that I don't think would surprise if finished top eight and say in the forward line. That's, that's, the, that's your that, draft one, yeah. I am super keen, yep. super keen, you know, if he's anywhere near it, but we'll see what happens. That's the pick that wins you 50 grand. If you somehow go him and now, I averages 125. I did not, I promise you, I did not watch this West Coast and Freya game. I watched almost every game of the weekend. I have not seen this game. So, Bombs, for the first time ever, can you take the wheel? Corey, I've seen everything this weekend. Um, and you know what I saw from, who do we need to start at? West, West Coast, Coast here. Yep. Well, you know what I saw from West Coast? Fucking nothing, Corey. So yeah, no one's relevant. They are the most irrelevant bunch of donkeys I've ever seen. A Corey. lot of people in Liam Duggan, but... Now, let me tell you this. <laughs> oh, he's about to bash every single Liam Duggan fan in the world. Liam Duggan might be good first eight, nine weeks. When their midfield's back, he'll be fucking shifted out of there and you'll be there thinking, oh, fucking bombs, why didn't I listen to you at the start of the year? Fucking this, fucking that. Don't start him. Just fucking ignore him, please. Correct. Yeah, I agree. When you get to Fremantle, now you know, you know five. Now Corey, you want to, oh, you want to. Are we done with West Coast already, Bombs? No, we're there's no, there's no one. There's literally no one relevant. Corey, literally, if I don't get to bed at some point, I'm probably going to fart again here on the podcast. I would have talked. I don't, I don't really give one. a fuck about your sleep schedule, by the way. Corey, I want Fremantle. this to go for four hours. Oh, for fuck's sake. Well, so you keep inter- You told me to take the mic, and then it keeps interrupting. Let's do a bonfire. You keep getting distracted. Bonfire. Fremantle has the number one easiest fixture, Corey. According to my difficulty rankings in rounds one to six. Oh, well, the now, one that I gave you pick... credit for and then you just shut a load of me. Corey, yeah, you know, when you pick five, you must pick him when he's injury free, right? Because there's no point picking him when he's injured, yeah? Shoo him in. If you're going to start him, then his good fixtures are rounds one to six. You won't be disappointed, but you'll be disappointed when he misses games. I'm just going to leave that at that. I'll leave that at that. Hayden Young falls into the bracket where there no, is no, Clark. no, shut up. What? They're not picking Hayden Young. But, uh, Corey, I'm just no, saying, he falls no, into the bracket. You shut all over Tim Taranto at 300 years and no one's picking Hayden Young. That's true. That is a good point. Corey. I love Hayden Young and I think he's going to be... Yeah, a I think Hayden track, Young's going to be a fantastic football player. 300k, he's he's not worth the small gain you're going to get from Tim Taranto. 
He's he's on he's twelve percent owned, Corey. So should we not talk about him? Should we just ignore him? Yeah, no, we should tell people they're fucking retarded for picking him. Well, Corey, we wouldn't use language. Actually, like I, because... I apologize. I sincerely apologize for using that language. I actually apologize. That's bad. Language. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I do. I do. That's that's peaceful. I do apologize. Pray sure and If you want to talk about someone relevant, we might talk about Lloyd Meek. Ethan Hughes. But then you need to understand Sean Darcy's on the way back. And you so, told me he Lloyd, wasn't playing for 15 rounds. Corey, you know, yeah, yeah, I'll say a lot of things, Corey, but you've got to remember, what did I? What was the last thing I said? What's the most up-to-date information? Dead, I was right, right, and you were wrong. The most up-to-date information is that Sean Darcy is pretty much touch and go to play in a scratch match this week, which means he should be good for round one. So, Meek, I'm going to say, is probably a void. You want Flynn. And if you flirt him with Flynn and Meek, it's no good unless Sean Darcy gets re-injured and he's out for a guaranteed kind of 10 weeks. What was, then your, what was your Flynn comment, by the way? We've already covered GW. No, no, but Corey, go again. Corey, no, no, you, gave, you gave him the wheel one time. He skipped West Coast and then went on a tangent about Hayden Young and Lloyd Meek and Sean Darcy. I just wanted to reiterate his fucking... He's fucked about Floyd to try and back him up. Am I not talking about relevant things? All right, I'm sorry. You go, you go. I think the people want to listen to this. They want to know because there's people out there, Brett. Because if you paid attention to people once in the while down on here on fucking planet Earth, Brett, you'd understand people have flirted with no Grundy and running Flynn and Meek. And And what I'm saying is that, yes, Meek scored 75, but if Sean Darcy's on the comeback, you don't want to be having Meek out of your team at round two and round three and just Flynn on field. And then when Flynn goes down with an injury or is no good or anything like that, then you've got a fucking donut sitting in your ruck. Is that not relevant, Brett? Not at all, because no one's doing it. <laughs> now, people talk about it to be different, but anyone who does that is shit, bro. And they're going to lose. If you're running Flynn-Meek combo, then you're not paying attention to anything at all. You're probably, you're probably running. I'm not surprised. Well, I had to have a look at it. And how'd you feel, Buffer? I felt shit and Grundy came exactly, right, exactly. Yeah. More importantly, more importantly, no one's running Hayden Young bombs except you. There's 12% of teams out there, Corey. 12% of teams who probably auto-pick their team. If you're running Hayden Young, you might as well sit under my nutsack or Brett's nutsack and just let him fuck you the way all year. Uh, Next game. Next game. You know, Brett, Brett, come on here to maybe talk about some relevant things and then there's just... Just yeah, hostility. It's just disgusting. You know what it is? The podcast. Is filth. It, it, it got past five o'clock and it just turned to filth. Oh, I agree. Hayden <laughs> <laughs> Young, Bob Bombs. Why? If we haven't lost seventy nine percent, he's a little, he's a little blonde podcast. virgin who can't do much. So we're running Jack McRae, Bonson, Pally, Dunkley, and Caleb Daniel. <laughs> Yes. Well, hold on. I haven't finished on the pre-man yet. <laughs> I'm done, bro. I'm going to bed. No, I'm not done. No, I actually want to hear this. <laughs> um. Now, Tracy. Now. If you can avoid starting him, please do it because I think, like I said, you, you told know, me he was going to start at F one. So done. Jesus Christ! <laughs> what I said was last week was that he's a shoe in to play forward line. He's not going to get the ruck duties, and he's going to be relief ruck, and he's going to be a key forward. Now his job security increased when Lob got injured. So, yes, he'll be there, but I think there's going to be better scoring options, okay? So, Tracy will be there. If you can do your team without him, I think that's the preferred option. Um, but if you can't, obviously, you know, you're kind of selecting at that point. So that's it for the game, Corey. 
I thought that was relevant. And have you got if him? it wasn't interrupted 18 times, it could have been done in three minutes. I agree. Fuck, bro. Have you got him? Tracy? Yeah. Yeah, I do currently because I've only got 12 grand in the bank, so I can't get him up to another player. That's not bad. Doggies and Melbourne. How long do you need, honestly? Well, I don't need that long. Bont, Dunkley, McRae, Daniel. Oh, well, I thought the best thing to come out of this game was Anthony Scott. He's not playing round one. Well, why wouldn't he play? Do you think because of Supercoach points he's going to play? Well, I think, um, yeah, no, yeah, I'm putting that on the line. He's debuting, Corey. Okay. Sick. That's crazy. Let us know. 102K mid forward. Let, let us know, the team that didn't play four players, how he's debuting. Yep, no, no. Well, I'll let you know because Riley West, he's no good. Um, McNeil, who they loved at preseason, he dominated the whole intra club, McNeil, and he was the one that I actually had in my team before this game. Bro, if they play um, Ryan Gardner one more time, they just want to sort of fire the whole fucking club because that guy doesn't do anything. You got that right. <laughs> Vandermeer went down with an injury, so he would have been in and around. Um, McNeil, Gardner, West, Buku Camis, Aaron North. Rosier got injured. Um, there is plenty of space in that team for Anthony Scott. Corey, don't you worry about that. I hate it when Bonk makes good points. I, 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 I promise you, Collingwood will beat this team by five goals in round one. Ooh. 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 They're good. They're not good. they got a good midfield. That's it. It's fucking, a sick midfield, though. That's probably fucking Dunkley McRae. Daniel, let's talk super coach because that's all that matters. Bonk, how many do you pick, if any? Not um, many, if any. How many feels you know? You know, I was happy to oh, see my today. Oh, because... I thought he was going to continue my rap, Brett. I oh, couldn't do it. Got the Bonk skills to go. I'm literally just trying to get the podcast. All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> there was. Um... Do you want to laugh? We're only we're only an hour and a half in. Corey, that is not fucking factually correct. I can assure you of that. How many uh, do you have, Bonfire? How many dogs plays? Uh, including. Nah, how many hours have you got in the podcast? <laughs> how many doggies do you have, Primos? Oh, yeah. Primos two. Right, I got one. I got eight. Jackson McRae. I got no. eight. Who have you got, Daniel? Dunkley. Dunkley. Okay. Yeah, yeah look, Dunkley's great. Is I think eight too him... many? I think it is. Okay. With Dunkley, you know, it depends what structure you're running. I think Dunkley fits into a forward line that has three primos in it, but he doesn't necessarily fit into one that has two. Okay, so I've got him at uh, F2. I've got Dangerfield, Dunkley. I don't have Dusty. Okay, uh, I don't necessarily hate that, though. I think that's okay, because it's only, what, an extra 20 grand? Yep. Yeah, that's not bad. We've loved Dunkley the whole preseason, myself and Corey, but it just came down to a structure thing. The The role, I mean, is, is clearly there, and it was almost like... Um, yeah, you do know, you have him? Say again? You got him? Dunkley, no, and it's okay. just a structure thing, because oh, Ford Line is... Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, you don't have him now, but I... I you will. Yeah, and it's not that he will or he won't, it's just he, he has... And oh, I fucking hate defending him, but like it's the same thing. It's like I, I don't know if I will or I won't, but I have, and that's uh, like how we've looked at him all year. Like, go back to the doggies podcast. Fucking man, we were all about him. And so yep. we had him, we had him, we had him, we didn't, we had him, we had him, we had him, we didn't. Like that's just how because my structure changed. Yeah, it's what happened with the rookies sort of became more evident that there was nothing in defense, and so I had to sacrifice a primo somewhere. I wasn't going to do it to a midfielder. Um, and at that point, in, well, for most of the preseason anyway, to date, um, 
I've held Dusty over him. Bumps, my next question. Who averages more, Dusty or Dunkley? Dunkley. Who if the role's, what, no, if the role's good, uh, uh, Dusty, because yeah. Dunkley might be a sniff to be dropped. I mean, did you see Bevo? A sniff to be Dunkley? dropped? Yeah. What did you see Bevo yeah, doing? Bevo said, said that. Yeah, Quote, Bevo said he's not unquote, in form. Yeah. Fucking, you know, he's not in our best midfield right now because he's not in form. Does that Bevo change? Said shit like that does that recently. change now, but after the game on the weekend? Well, I haven't reviewed the press well, if it, well, he's done it for a year and a half, so it yeah, hasn't changed before. Yeah, but, like, you can't, like, how much can you trust Bevo? You can't. Because right now, I think, I actually, like, after what I've seen, and this is, this is this reactive talk, I think I think Dunkley's better than um, fucking Dusty. But yeah. I know Dusty's playing 22. And again, yeah. until I see, until I hear Bevo say something, Bevo says the the most fuck things about arguably his second best midfielder. Like, fuck, like, who says that? It's like me coming up and saying, like, alright, we know that I'm the best podcast member, Brett's the second best, and Bons is the third best. Yes. So it's like me coming up and saying, like, oh yeah, oh, when Brett's available, oh, we're not going to pick him because he's a shit cunt. Well, no, when Brett's ready, we're going to get him up, and if, if we're going to drop Bons, we're going to drop Bons. Like, that's just natural to the podcast. Don't you think, Bons? I agree. Fucking, I don't know how I end that cop. Do you reckon the whole "I want to go to Essendon" things tickled beverage a bit? Yeah, and way? and tickled the elitists a bit. Like when you said you, you wanted to go to another podcast page, Bumps. Do you reckon that's pissed us yeah. off? Yeah, there was Can a time I... where Bump was going to do that. Yeah, I remember that. That's crazy. But when offers are made and they're paid <laughs> offers, Brett, you can only look at them. And they told me I actually fart. That they actually said, "Bombs, you can't <laughs> fart on this program." And I thought, well, the elites probably wouldn't care. So I might stay at the elite just in case one's loose. And we crashed. Hey, um, the fucking. I don't even know what I was going to say now. Fucking fuck it. I'll just go with your fart joke. <laughs> I don't have a fart joke, but I might have another one. Corey, Jesus. Just, right, just, Melbourne, Melbourne Let's move. There let's we move. We're almost there. What do you want to talk about as a demon? Brett? It was a. Go on. Corey's just making fucking fake fart noises. We're not Keep going. And uh, McCray. Oh, I actually think McCray is ultimately dis- like ultimately disrespected. Yeah, he is. He's a lock in my team. Yeah, he's back in. He's 22 games. He's 120 last three seasons. I don't give a fuck about true or fuck it. I'm running him. Yep, same. Same. And it's the same. It is how we left the doggies podcast. For me, it's McCray or Jack Steele. So. Yeah, it's not even a question, McCray, every day of the week. Okay. Are you actually seriously questioning yourself about that? Yeah. How? Because Steele's the number one midfielder in that team. He's going to have 10-plus tackles almost every week, and there's no question with a stupid coach doing something stupid with his role. He's doing no, the same thing every no, week. No, 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 no. It's happened. McCray, remember, McCray had that little stupid stretch where he was 80, 90. Light noises in the phone. Eat a dick. What if Bailey Smith pops off? Uh, who? Well, oh, they're, they're fucking centre half forward. <laughs> Fuck off. Shut up. Nah. Not happening. Good. Jack, Steel, Jack Steele's a little fucking virgin who's. The guy averages like 130. Oh, from what? Fucking tackling a man up the ass. That's all he does. He cannot hit a target. Jack Steele can't kick a football. I'm going to bed. I actually don't think we can release this podcast. We've just spent all this time talking. I don't think we can release this, Corey. <laughs> Make fight noises. <laughs> Gold Coast Brisbane finish strong. <laughs> this is just way too much. I can't fucking deal. Yeah, no, um, no, no, no. Don't 
Don't rush me, Brett. Yeah, bro, Brett, I'm don't rush him. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> don't rush me. James Jordan. <laughs> fuck you, James Jordan. Because I had all my fucking hopes pinned on him, um, you know, sort of dominating. Now, his score wasn't brilliant, and that was kind of reflective of his game, to be honest. That's all I wanted to say about the Melbourne rookies. Just a fuck you to James. You Jordan. had a couple that you were fucking with. Well, James Harms. Now, can we... Oh, yes. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, let's go James Harms here, Bombs. Oh, I can't believe you didn't go harder at this. I don't pick fucking mid-prices at any point at anything. But James Harms fucking tempted me. Fuck you, Brett. Is he tempting you now? Did he go to bed, Corey? Yeah, I think he might have. Brett, you stand up here. You clicked the raise hand a little bit earlier. You were a fucking full James Harms fan. No, don't do this. Don't you fucking ignore it. I mean, we know he's still here. I can see he's still You can't? How can you see he's still here? I've got the thing chat chat screen. Look on. at you boys panicking. How yeah. Go on, go on. What's wrong with James Holmes? Well, do you still think... No, it was before James I... Clark popped off and looked like the best player in the history of the Geelong Football Club. <laughs> so now, where am I going to have room? i got all these primos and Jordan Clark. That's so where things go wrong. What did James Harms did you just That's off him? Anyone who, all right, anyone who's on James Harms should be off James Harms. Agreed. Agreed. On to Jordan oh, Clark. Yeah, Chris, yeah. Yeah. But all not right. just because of James Harms. Bretta, oh, I will always say that the one part about the elitist is just admitting that you were wrong and moving on to something else. Had eighteen possessions, four tackles, nah, didn't play loads. You never know. You never know. Gold Coast Suns, yeah, absolutely fucking nothing. Still irrelevant. Had a shit game. I just wanted to say, but still tunned up for anyone worried about that. Who? Who? Max Gaon. I'm shocked. Yeah, it's fucking not bad. Uh bombs. Uh, fucking. I I want you to talk about Lockie Neal and then your boy Daniel Rich. Are you still about all about that? Because Gold Coast done nothing. Oh, you can talk about Matty Rial too if you want. Um, no, no, I'm not all about Daniel Rich, but I think he's kind of that prime example. I reckon of um. You know, that halfback wanker that Brett might be interested in. Very average 90. That's it. He's done. Yeah. I, but, like, he was someone like Jaden Short who you can give the ball to, run 10, 15 metres and kick at 60. So, in terms of that play, and he was, like, 50-odd in the first quarter, and um, then he just kind of died off at that point. But um, Neil, again, kind of classic from last year. Started off real slow. Last three quarters were big, particularly his third quarter. Um I don't think there's too much to note from Brisbane, apart from probably Fullerton, who ended up with 65. And given McStay's injury, um, it looks like you know he'll probably get some games um, to start the year. So he's a 128k Ford Ruck. So um, he's currently in my team. The one um, that currently sits in my team as well as a defender mid was this Harry Sharp fella, Corey. Now he fought from 45% game time, he scored 52, and he came on when Rayner went off, I believe. So. Um, that was the sub for sub kind of thing that happened. So um, potentially, do we see him round one? And if we do, please make it happen because we need a hundred and seventeen thousand dollars defender right now. So sharp from the lines could be a bit of a sniff there. Corey's going to take another piss. That's hundred percent. No, no, I'm still here. I'm still here. I just uh, it's my dick right. How about that? Uh, Manny Real bumps you fucking shat all over him preseason. And he's two games this year. He hasn't done a fucking shit done to impress you, has he? Only 20 disposals tonight. Anyone who's considering 500k Matt Real, what do you say? 
I say no, and it's been that way the entire time. I'm not going to change my mind. Brett makes a good point. 17 contested out of the 20 was very, very impressive. But even then, like 17 contested possessions in a game, he's only scored 91, and he's had seven clearances in that too. So I get that he's only had 70% game time. People got to understand that I think there was an outlier what happened last year in that time. Uh, the, uh, don't expect what happened the Very first five one. games of Very last good. year just to be what happens from day dot this year. Brett, would you bat him? Would you fuck me? Whoa. Would you bat him? Would you go into bat for him at all? Uh, no, but I think the thing that Bomf is really overlooking is 17 contested possessions, only one Muppet. So I think that's just not a thing to take into consideration before completely writing him off. Well, imagine when he actually gets more than one Muppet in a game. He might be struggling. What if imagine he gets he no zero Muppets, Muppets in a game? That's the thing. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> well, he went at 85%. He's not gone at 85% over the course of the year. Any chance you can see him averaging close to 100 for anyone who's considering him? Yeah. there's a lot of people. He'll, yeah, average, 90, he's he'll average 98. But do you not agree that like 100 is probably the roof of what he can do? Yeah, what he's going to do over the entirety of a season. Well, yeah, Bombs, in the preseason podcast, I said 132, so you know. Mm, that's true. Yeah, well, you're fucking stupid. That's well, Clay Double did it. Clay Double did average like 113 in his second season, so there's no reason Ralph can't do it. Oh, Chris Jadon averaged 132 in his second season. There you go. Bombs? <sighs> that's all I've got to say, Corey. Yeah. Shoulder Rico, though. But 17 do we just lock in forward? If we're going to pick Flynn, do we just lock in forward? Up forward? Yeah. Yep. Yep. If he's picked, you pick him. You don't overthink it. Mm-hmm. 128, I'll pick him. He only had eight touches. It's okay. He kicked two snags. But I think it's I think it's job Rainer's security. Out. Rainer's out. That helps. Rainer would yeah, not be one. They're, they're not size to size. Not I know, but still. It's McStay. It's McStay that's out for a period of time that six weeks guarantees, I think, Fullerton yeah. the games. Because they're not going to play Danaher or Hepwood as a second ruck, and they're not going to move Harris Andrews or someone from the back line to go play second ruck. They'll play Fullerton because they need to protect those key posts. Yeah, But but it's like, who are they bringing through? Like, there's literally no one to come and take your spot. They just don't have a body at all. They they don't have someone that can do that forward ruck. Um, Max Stay was the one, but like I said, Brett injured for a period of time now. So Fullerton, job security, through the roof. We we are right with Lockie Neal tonight. Yeah, if he wasn't playing someone shit, I don't know he's playing first round. I'd consider doing something stupid like not starting him and working him in, but I'm not going to take a risk with it. I think it was yeah. 150, 150, 150. And yeah. uh, bombs, Zorko, 105 as a forward. Yeah, but that's probably what he's going to go close to averaging this season. Like, that was a really good game, I thought, from Zorko. Um, 19 it touches, was, 9 nah, marks, 2 snaps. That was a good snacks. second half. George, first half. Yeah. Um, well, I missed quarters two He was two bad. And three. He was bad in the first half. And he pings how many? And he hit. He hits people. Yeah, he so. was real bad, bro. I think he was on like fucking twenty something on half time. Okay. Yeah. I was disappointed Madden didn't get a run because he was a one twenty three k defender forward that I would have liked to see. He played the whole game. He just didn't do anything. No, no, no Madden, no, Madden. No, 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 no. I'm just fucking with Bomber. Yeah, okay, cool. All, All right. right. Do you want to know the worst part about this? It's what, right. the podcast finished? No, I propped open the questions earlier on too, so we've got to answer oh. No, Corey, we're not fucking Corey another podcast, please. No, wait, no, if you want to do it on another podcast, we can, Bombs. But for me, personally, we gave the listeners the choice to ask questions tonight. You I will on. respond via message to every Patreon 
Corey. It's one fifteen in the morning. Bombs, yeah, like we're not hours. hanging around for another 20. Go, question. Go, 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 go. Oh, fuck me. Ready? Go. Ask okay. questions. Hurry up. Done. We'll fight through them. Quick fly questions, Bombs. You're good at this. All right. All right. Hot shame. We've probably answered all of the Yeah, he, he, he asked me, which means he probably asked me, Brett. How many defenders are too many currently running five premium, including Laird in the mids? Lloyd, Ridley, Stewart, Short. Too many? Too many? Not too many. I think four and Jordan Clark. That's what it is. Oh, I don't, think, yeah. there, I don't yeah. think there's ever too many defenders. I think four and Jordan Clark. That's where I'm at. Too. Nah, it's Hayboy's currently running dangerous as a sole premier forward in the line with Zeeble, Dano, Her, Dow, and then Rookies. Do you think this is a viable structure, or does it have to go to the two premiers in the forward line and sh- sacrifice elsewhere? Two's the, two's the perfect spot. Nah, one's too little. Nah, I've me. got one. I think well. one's okay. I've got one fine. Oh. Can't do it. No, nah, that, exactly what you're running, Nards, is perfectly fine as long as you've got the one that can come up forward if need be. Yep. Uh, oh, Mickey Ryan. Fucking shittest poker player I've ever met. Hey, fellas, who are the top three rookies of each line, in your opinion? Just thoughts on dry, cold. Oh, uh, top three rookies in each line? I think we answered Don't. Yeah, I don't even look at them until the end of the name. Sharp, Backline, um, Powell, um, Downey, Goulden. Um, as mid-only options, um, and then Warner, Campbell, Rowe. Rowe. and Rowe in terms of, yeah, for job security, but Brockman pretty good as well. Fuck, Bob's is so good. Brett, you can just get off the podcast next year. Thank you. Love you lots. Yeah. Uh, thoughts on Gerard Caldwell? Nope. I hate it. I don't hate it. Like, he's going to do 90 to 95, nah, probably, so he's no, valued, he's but it's not enough no, to select. Nah, 80. Nah, we've, 80. Watched, we've watched him twice. He's fucking shit. He'll go eighty-five. He'll go eighty-five mm-hmm. to ninety. It's going to get enough contested ball and nah, enough pure no, numbers to generate. No, he okay. won't. He's difference fuck. of opinion. Next question. He's a fucking yep, shit football. Is Jared Lyons still a pod? No. no. Oh, oi, Gabla. Oh, not the fuck. Nah, he he, he asked a question. We've already answered. Good day, Bon. Oh, Whit Walsher. Good day, Bonfire and choreography. Like Choreography. Love getting the getting around. It was like brave that. effort by the Bombers, wasn't it, Corey? Thoughts on Dom? Oh, Tom yes! Tyson. Thoughts on Dom Torson. Could he average 80? Can't averaging 90. Bombs, what's the average? that. Move on. 64. Nah, not even close. Bretta? 86 in the, the second. Yeah, you're a fucking dog. You're actually both <laughs> being fucking dogs, like deliberately being actually fucking assholes. Next question. I know you don't believe that, Brad. What do you think? Next question. Energy? What do you 74. think? Nah. 74. You're a fucking lawyer. You're actually a 74. lawyer. 74. 90. 90. Whitwasher, pick him. He's a fucking gun. Whitwasher, inbox me tomorrow. We'll talk probably. Uh, Big Bomber, thoughts on the 102K boys? Bargains or traps? Traps. If they named, pick them. Nah, traps. Uh, Scott. They're uh, shit. Scott, not they're, a trap. they're all Tracy shit. A trap. No. Waito. <laughs> How Wade wants to know how dumb are the bombers for not paying for Dunkley? Dumb as shit, absolutely stupid, and they're gonna have Nick Cox and whoever the other fucking idiot is. Corey, can we get to some relevant? I questions? personally think the bombers are smart on doing that because no, dumb as shit. They're dumb the, as I'm a big bombers fan. They shouldn't have paid anything because they're dude. top three forwards now that the preseason is done. Zach Williams out for the week. Is he still viable? For the Toehill breakout. I'd say Zach Williams in, Toehill breakout, yes. Top three forwards. Danger Dunkley, Mike Dusty. Likewise. Agree. Toehill breakout. <laughs> Zach Williams, don't pick him. Don't be silly. Pick him. Ando James, Rich, that is all. Any word on Jake Lloyd, hold or keep? Hold. 
I'll I'm hold holding. Okay. Aim and hold. Him. Pick him. What? Just pick him. Just pick him. Yeah. 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 If he's not playing, just pick him. I'll tell you now. I mean, with that whole defender crap that we've seen on the weekend, if people who didn't own Lloyd, who saw, if, like, if they got a chance to see him on the weekend, they would have been, fuck, I have to go get him in now. Wait. Here you go, motherfucker. Jettas. Pumped to be back, fellas, last year, ready to roll in 2021. Thoughts on going lead in the midfield and going extra premium defender to trend the high scoring. Also, rule of naming teams the day before, should we field less rookies this year and go safer for coverage? Example, playing two of Young, Clark, Harms at D4, D5. Nah, one. Yeah, you only take one of those. It's Clark. It's Clark. It's yeah, I, I like the thought behind it, but yeah. Has to be Clark up. one. I don't mind going. And we've all spoke about it, going full down back and then Clark. And I That's think you're safe for rookies, and I use rookies with those bunny ear sort of quotation marks, are your Zeebles, your Danahers, your Dows. Those are your safer ones. It's called quotation marks, you fucking idiot. Well, I, them I like the bunny ears. I also like bunny ears, Brett. Thank you. Laird, oh, Froffy. That Froffy, not my dog, the bloke. Laird, Lloyd Locks, need two other primaries down back. Best two out of Short, Mills, Ridley, Daniel, Stewart, or Almac. Ridley. And? Ridley, I'm Ridley, I'm Ridley Stewart. Ridley Stewart, yeah. Same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck a ball, agree. Uh, Benny Durant, Jake Lloyd never take him to kick off a season. Has a niggle even his right? Do you think he's still 110 games, assuming he starts round one? Yes, he's a gun. Pick him. He's fine. I, I, I Actually, couldn't even care if he was 110. I, I'd take him at 101. You know the thing that I failed to mention about Braden Campbell was the fact how many kickouts he actually took, and I wonder whether that. Because he's got such a good boot on him, whether that impacts the amount of kickouts Lloyd takes. Like, I'm just curious about that. And we're never going to get to see it. That's the unfortunate thing. Well, I just don't think, no matter what happens, I think that ball's going to Jack Lloyd. But they've got Rampy who can kick as well. Because Lloyd's not necessarily a long kick, he's an I, I, kick. I, But you're still all right if you pay 650 for Lloyd and he finishes at 550 and still averages 103. Oh, and, oh yeah. Yeah, because yeah, he's yeah, still top, yeah, top of the line. Yeah. Uh, Froffy, <laughs> Froffy's asked Brett if he should start to go. <laughs> Brett, you starting oh, going? Yeah. Frogger already asked. He asked that if he should start leading the midfield to open up the defensive spot. No. Yep. No. Uh, and uh, Jay Short type scores in the preseason a sign of genuine boost or just rebound types? Well, oh, sorry. Why would you start leading the midfield to pick another defender over a midfielder? Money. Yeah, especially when you can have Toretto hay bombs. That's yeah. just fucking ludicrous. Harrison wants to know if Peter Ladhams is his biggest lock in the forward line. You know what was funny? I don't dislike Peter Ladhams, but I need to see it. You know, because um, I'm probably going to cop some shit for this, but I was watching that game with uh, with old mate Yev. Turned to Yev and I go, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if Ladhams was top six. Yeah. And I just got absolutely roasted. I'm like, the bloke's like a ruckman who gets ball. Like, mm-hmm. it's kind of dependent on set. I get that. But, um, fuck, I'm going nowhere near touching him, though. If anything happens to Lysette, Laddams is number two. Like ruck, as in like forward. average for the forward. forward. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't mind it. If Ladham sent me a dick pig, we'd be alright. Frogger, danger strict line through the 30 plus premiers as starters. Jordan Clark, Liam the Mullet Duggan, both impressive preseasons, both short 
short mid-term role question. Avoid or risk it. Who could you try and grab it? The top four and five defender primos in the initial squad. Clark only. I Clark think only. Clark only as well. Bro, you said six questions. This is like 13 so far. Yeah, Brett, personally, no one actually gives a fuck what you say, so shut up. <laughs> You should have known he's Aussie, bro. He likes. I mean, yeah, you actually you're Aussie as well. You just know that. I'm just genuinely lying. <laughs> Question. Let's go. All right, Brett. What are you gonna do? It's fucking one twenty-three in the morning. Where are you gonna be? I'm gonna walk my dog. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Crispy wants to know. Here's your next question. How is Brett so good at sex? My virgin. <laughs> Fuck. That's actually true. Harrison loading on in. <laughs> so. I love it that we go from like such a legit question to that to such a legit question. With so many premium defenders and good picks this year, is merit is there merit in only saying with three to ensure you bring the right ones in? For defenders, no, because who else are you gonna start there? Like you're gonna need players that um are good enough to kind of, you know, get games every single week that kind of fit in with the budget and all the rest of it. I think four. You're okay with four. Um, anti sort of five and six, obviously. But with four, I don't think Lloyd and Led counts because they're just fucking moral. So you're just then trying to pick two of the next best. And so when it comes to defenders, it doesn't matter if they're, I think, top eight, top nine, because the yeah. difference between six to nine to even six to ten is is negligible. So you got to pick two of the next best eight, probably. That was going to be a question. Success. With, with defenders, it, like we've spoken about this, it comes down to when you own them, doesn't it, Bombs? Like, yeah, you, you've just got to own them at the right time. So, like, if Stewart is the best... And it's fucking... It's the weirdest thing to say, but if Stewart is the best defender between rounds 1 and 10, and then you... And this is where your fixture analysis comes into a bounce. Like, if there's a team that's just going to fucking dominate against Collingwood in the last 12 rounds, then you're almost better off just taking the risk and trying to go, all right, who are you going to fucking just dominate in the in the back end of the season? Is it going to be Stewart, Laird, Lloyd, like... Who do you go from there? Like, and I think that's how you answer that question, isn't it? Because from one to fucking twelve, they're three points apart. Yeah, it's not much. I still want to know how good Brett is at sex. By the way, Brett, if you could give us the number, how good are you at sex? What's the rating scale? Oh, I'd say one to ten. Yeah, ten straight. Oh, up. that's what I would have thought. Bretta, what would you Bonds say? Uh, Bonds, what would you say, Bretta, is it sex? Well, in my experience, or from what I've seen him with other people? Oh, they're all. Oh, well, in my experience, he was an 11, but from what I've seen with other people, he was a 4. So that's just might come down to my standards as opposed to... Jealousy. Oi, <laughs> 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 the gabbler. The gabbler. If they're all named, would you have the balls to start a rookie Ruckman at round 2? No. Bullfuck, don't you say no. Well, sorry, because I would have the balls if Sean Darcy broke his ACL this week and and Meek was an absolute moral for um, their ruck position and Flynn was a moral, then yes, I would do it because Grundy and, let's say, a midfield rookie in Downey is a worse combination than a number one ruck at a club like Flynn and a 650k midfielder like Steele. McRae. So there is a situation where I would do it. I just don't envision Sean Darcy breaking his leg this week. Uh, Will from SC Elite said William Drew with the cock emoji. <laughs> I like Will. <laughs> uh, Whitwasher, do we like Luke McDonald or stay away? Stay away. 
Yeah, stay away. What, after one weekend, Bolts? Well, I, well, because he took kickouts last year and Zeeble fucking took him. Like, if he had kickouts on the weekend, I'd be more than happy to kind of run with it. He's a risk and there's seven non-risks that are easily presented right there's in front of you for the seven, same price. Think, and that's the worst part. Yeah. That was it, because Bolts, me and you were huge on him in the preseason. Yep. Yep. Ah, uh, fuckable. Any mid-prices picks for attending interest? Phillips. Phillips, I think, like almost, and obviously Toronto for Corey, but Phillips is the only one I think that can be top of his position. Do we count? Do we count Toronto as a mid for us? It's four fifty, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, okay, then Toronto, yeah, hundred percent. Toronto is the biggest, and uh, fucking Jordan Clarkson a mid pricer. No, he's not. He's under two fifty. Yeah, these prices you guys do are just ridiculous. Uh, it's just like, for me, it's Toronto. Toronto has to be the one. I, I actually, I'm actually fucking stunned that I'm the only one here that's so in on Toronto. I'm not. Uh, Bumps captain wants to wash pugs. Oh, pug washer. Yep. New rule. Which teams have? Which teams have adapted the best to the new rules? Saints, I reckon. Saints are awesome. Yeah, I, I actually, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't want to say North Melbourne. I think with that uh, switching the ball to fucking Zing Bull, they fucking loved it. So Actually, in all, in all fairness, on I think... The I think not going to be able to get past anybody, Shut up, so dickhead. I think Essendon. Essendon. Essendon, Essendon might be top eight this year. Next question. What, you disagree? Essendon won't be top eight. They're fucking garbage. And you know it. Apologise. I will never apologise for that. That's fucked. That's fucked up. They're the best supporters you'll ever meet. Does the unfortunate Rainer injury... Make Zorko more viable selection. Oh, for fuck's sake. No, they don't correlate. Different positions, different players. Rainer's the beast. I feel so bad. More importantly, Zorko is more viable as a midfielder than fucking Rainer was. Yeah, I know, but I think it'll be safe. I've got some feeding him issues with some of these people. Dizzy wants to know when he's making his return to the podcast. He's not, and that's where I'm I'm going. See, he's later. He's fucking through the last win. (laughs) Do you reckon we might bring it up? Well, I'll bring up the fact he's dead, yeah, because we're having a party. <laughs> All right, Bonfa. Corey, I've got work in fucking four hours. You're not working Love tomorrow. You, See you later. You said, <laughs> it's oh. just fucking fully signed off here. He's just like questions. Nah, Brett, come on. We're going to wrap it up. We're going to make it up. Hurry up, you fuck. Bumps, personally, I know you don't work in four hours because I know how hard you work and I know it's not in four hours. The group code, my friend. You told me to read that out to you before. Seven zero five eight six seven. Seven zero five eight six seven. Seven zero five eight six seven. Ladies and gentlemen, do you want to know what you win if you're in the group code as well? Hopefully, not another podcast. It's all merch from everyone. <laughs> but the Maruna Tennis Club, right here, Bones, tonight, are going to give you six free personal one-on-one lessons. If you win, you got to be down at the Maruna Tennis Club with Mark. Mark said he'll give you six free lessons and a $15 break credit from the break friends at Elite's Breaks down the road. Elite's Breaks, $15 break credit. That's what I you thought that was a piss take when I heard you guys. No, nah, they, said, they said they were both often. They said they'll give it up. And Are you sure they weren't joking about it? I don't care. That's what's Well, that's up. an awesome shit. prize, and I'm going to try to win it. No shit. And Brett said he will give you a personal one-on-one police experience. He will handcuff you. 
and pin you to the ground. That's from Brett at Brett from Elite's Breaks as well. And I'll even uh, throw in a pair of Nick's Maxwell's uh, sign <laughs> shorts from 2013. Brett's got a pair of Nick Maxwell's sign shorts from 2013. There we go. <sighs> Look, guys, I had a good time tonight. I fucking didn't, Corey. Why? Why? Oh, this was know. way too fucking long. I don't know why he's laughing, Brett. He, look. Bob, do you think I wanted to be here for three hours? <laughs> yep, Corey. I've seen your schedule. There's fucking it's if it's it's this or it's fucking probably organising your wedding. You'd probably rather be here for four hours. <laughs> yeah, well, we're just standing at the door. It's just still waiting. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, I told her we'd be done two and a half hours ago, so she is still waiting. I told my missus I was returning to the bed tonight after fucking watching the EPL in the other room for a few nights. You think I'm walking in there at 1.30 in the morning and just waking her up? Bob, honestly, I know your missus, she actually doesn't give a fuck what you do anyway, so it doesn't make any difference. <laughs> do you know, do you know who oh, sacrificed oh. the most tonight? Brett. Brett. He's not know? coming back. Well, at the end of the day, he promised her a route, and now he has to be up to 4 a.m. because he's got to deliver those three routes that he promised. <laughs> Mate, I did two and a half of them during the podcast. I don't know what <laughs> Elitist, on behalf of Bombs... Can you apologise? And sorry. No, I, don't, well, I will never apologise. <laughs> the elitist have had the joy. The, mate, Bobs, you got to realise something. Oh my gosh, get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> they have loved life tonight. So, elitist, on behalf of Bumps, myself, and the patrons and SC Elites, and for the first time in six months, Bretta as well, peace out, community, and thank you for listening. I hope you've had a blessed time. Oh, this can't. I'm done. <laughs> God bless you, guys. <laughs> 